welcome one, welcome all to the Snail Trail 4x4 Podcast. If you like going off-roading in Toyotas, wrenching on Toyotas, camping in Toyotas, and maybe even poking a little bit of fun at Toyotas, and of course, hearing about how fantastic first-gen Tacomas and third-gen Tacomas and Land Cruisers and TJs and all sorts of vehicles are, then this is definitely the podcast for you. That's right, ladies and germs. My name is Tyler. This is episode 269 from down here on the lake bed. It has been a fiasco as always down here with my good buddy, Mr. Jim's. Jim's James James Jimmy Jim. Jim's. <laughs> That's your new name, Jim's. We got another one for you. Have you had Jim's before? No. Yeah. The combo Jim and James. I'm yeah, impressive. As it's more just the uh, extreme like the fatigue is fatigue settling is in. kicking in. <laughs> oh man, how are you doing, buddy? Good, good. It's been a, a fun few days, and we'll catch every, all the listeners up uh, with our adventures down at King the Hammers a little mm-hmm. later. But yeah, we've been having fun and. Uh, got a few good interviews in, so this is exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, this one was a, a a really fun one. We had this interview lined up with these uh, these two knuckleheads, the the two best friends. Uh, was it one year best friends yeah. now? Yeah, they're b- the one year BFFs. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, it was fun. We we uh, we were planning on meeting up with them, and uh, some more people showed up. Yeah, and then joined in uh, Studio T with us. Definitely. So. Uh, um, it, the I don't know the editing we haven't gone through the editing yet of it but it was it's going to be a really fun podcast a really fun interview we got here for you guys today um, and I apologize if it it seems like it doesn't flow at some points because we didn't have enough microphones for like the was it seven eight people that were in there yeah <laughs> and sometimes so. uh, to some extent some people were talking a little out of turn when they didn't have a mic and mm-hmm. then people just flowed with that and so yeah there might be a dead spot we we will see yeah we'll see how it goes um so there might be a a couple of stories that show up that you're like where the hell did this come from where's the why are we talking about this story now <laughs> and it's because uh somebody that didn't have a mic brought it up and uh we just kind of went with it because it was a really cool story and we thought that it should stay in the episode here so um I guess without, I don't want to say without further ado, because I had a really good time. This is the first time I've met these two guys yeah. in person. Um, and so it was really neat to sit down and talk with them and kind of learn a little bit more about their life story and um, just see how genuine of people these two guys are. Yes. Definitely. Um, and I think that, you know, we talk about it a little bit in the interview here where, um, it seemed to be a common theme with almost everybody there in the studio was that we just love learning about stuff and then sharing it with other people. Um, and so, uh, it was, you know, it was, it was just really cool to kind of talk about that and kind of figure out that, you know, everybody in that, in the studio, that recording at that time, everybody had amazing, great work ethics. Everybody's, um, you know, loves learning about stuff and just loves uh, this sharing this passion for what we do. So it was pretty cool to, to be able to sit there and talk about that with all these guys. So, um, uh, yeah, I don't want to get too far into the, the housekeeping side of stuff because we do have a long episode here for you guys. So, um, 
you guys know what's going on. Um, we're coming up here at the beginning of February. We're still down in the lake bed. So we'll be doing the drawing for the Morflate Ultimate Tire Repair Kit with the Extreme Upgrade um, once we get back from the lake bed. So next week, probably next Thursday, a week from today when you're listening to this, um, we'll have that out. We'll have a winner drawn for everybody. And then for uh, February's giveaway, um, we're doing a pretty sweet gear wrench package. So gear wrench, crescent, maybe some Lufkin stuff. Um, and maybe some other little goodies there. So uh, make sure if you want to get in for some really freaking awesome tools um, to make sure you're all signed up by February 30th. Yeah? Sure. No I'll comment. go with it no this, time. On it <laughs> this time. Is it double leap year? <laughs> double leap year this year. <laughs> 367 days this year is what <laughs> this is. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, before we get in, did you have anything else you wanted to, to prelude into, into hanging out with these guys? No, no, I think I, let's just jump right in. I, you know, it was a wonderful time and it was a great conversation and I hope that, uh, we can show that to all the listeners as well. All right, cool. So hopefully you guys all enjoyed the, this really fun interview here we had with none other than Max Powell, Nate from Dirt Lifestyle and Kelly from muddy beards and a whole kind of slew and plethora of other people there in the studio with us so hope you guys enjoy and yeah you ready to go let's go Welcome back, ladies and germs. Uh, we are here in a very full house here at the Taj Mahal down on the lake bed um, with a, a bunch of people. Should we just do like a, a, a yeah. go around the circle yeah, and uh, for introduce? Sure. We'll show, who, which, who are you talking right now? Hi, I'm Jimmy. <laughs> Nobody knows you. Nobody knows me. This is, uh, we're at 269 episodes. Yeah, I think this bloody. is going to be. So, yeah. Uh, we got Kobe over here to my left. Georgia boy Georgia in the boy house. Here. Yep. To the left we have. Uh, my name is Max Powell. Hi, Max. How Hello. are you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Yeah. It's good to see me. you again. Yeah. It's been like a whole year. It's been almost exactly a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an annual, <laughs> annual anniversary date and coming up Pretty here. Yeah. <laughs> to the left from Max we have. I'm Luke, Max friend of like 16 years. Yes, my oldest friend. Nice. nice. Are you? A, were you a firefighter? Really? Are you a firefighter? No. So we joined the army together. We went through high school together. We did videos together. Yeah, we, he's we, he's the reason. He's the reason we got into videos. Well, together we started making videos. Uh, like uh, we would take his mom was a youth pastor, so we'd take all of the costumes and make it weird. Like a clown. This is a religious thing to do. You don't want to, you don't want to see the puppet videos. All right. And to the left, we have moving on. Kelly from Muddy Beards 4x4. Nice. We'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. And Nate from Dirt Lifestyle YouTube channel. Nice. Very cool. And, and to the left, to the left of Nate. <laughs> this is Lee from Cruising to Camp. Nice. Wow. Full and house. To the left of Lee oh, is me, yeah. I guess. Hi. I'm unimportant. So. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> um, cool. No, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think we have a lot of fun topics to talk about and kind of broach on and, and uh, have a good time. So I know that you guys, how long have you guys been down here on the lake bed now? Well, Max showed up yesterday. I just got in yesterday. Yeah. Oh, nice. so, yeah, we did too. We showed up the day before, I think. Max, how long was the drive? 
Yeah, uh, we showed up at four thirty in the morning on Sunday. So Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Wow. The the drive for me uh, was interesting. Um, so it's about eighteen nineteen hours, but we are driving a um, like an old box truck. It's a snap on truck that were it was converted into a kind of a toter home for a hydroplane race team, and then the interior all rotted. So we're like gutting it and kind of turning it into just something kind of nice, like cabin atmosphere. Anyways, it could only go like 30 over the passes. So <laughs> yeah. it bought us, so you know, it added, added quite a bit. And then uh, it started having some weird alarms going on. And so we pulled over for a few hours. So it took us a bit longer than we wanted, but it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as catastrophic as, actually as, as I anticipated. So everything <laughs> <laughs> was better than, than you about us. We made it. <laughs> and you are towing as well? Yeah. Okay. So I'm towing a, a 20 foot tandem axle trailer with my little Tacoma on it. Yeah. Yeah. The solid axle. The Sasquatch is what we're calling it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Sass, like SAS. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The solid axle swap. Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you Clever. for pointing that out. Clever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How long have you had the, the Tacoma now? The, the, the small one. Yeah. Sasquatch. One. Um, Nate and I picked it up. We went out and found it. Uh, I'd be close to a year. About a, well, it was after Hammers is when. Cause oh we, yeah, because yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Nate and I met a week before Hammers, and he was like, "You want to come to Hammers with me?" And I was like, "Yeah." So I went to Hammers, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm That's about a true story." We had a great life. lunch. <laughs> we had a great lunch meeting. That was our first <laughs> date. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're best friends because we've had a lunch together. Do you yeah. want to come to Hammers with me for a week? Just <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> Kelly was supposed to come, which would have softened the, the weirdness of it. But then he got. Um, I'm getting off track for sure. But he his truck broke down and. So then it really was just Nate and I, and I was like, this is going to be weird. <laughs> and it wasn't uh, at all. It, it was awesome. But it was awesome. <laughs> it was actually a really good time. It's just Arnold movies and alcohol and, yeah. and off-road stuff. It was just, That sounds dust. exactly like King of the Hammers. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Normal MO. <laughs> yeah. So shortly after that, I was like, I need a crawler. I just want to get into it, see if I like it. And so Nate convinced me. He's like, you got to get one. In fact, he kept calling it a shit box. He was like, you got to get a shit box. Yeah, you got to <laughs> get a shit box. You got to get a shit box. And, and I was XJ? like, Oh, <laughs> it's a deep burn. It's a deep burn. <laughs> no, so we can talk all the trash we want. No one will know. Yeah, I I did. It was the first vehicle I ever uh, learned to drive on. So, yeah, nice. And you realized well, that you wanted a frame. So and, to yeah, it. and then I, well, within like a matter of months, I got a Toyota pickup. So yeah. <laughs> it, had a, it had a lemon law out on it. Yeah, so it did. <laughs> I, we turned it in. It was actually my parents uh, when I was learning to drive, and it was so bad and broke down so often. It, we turned it in as a lemon law. And, wow. it was, and the wow. government bought it back from my parents. <laughs> no oh my. Yeah. I've never actually heard of that successfully happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. California, bro. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. So you haven't really done too much crawling before then. No. You just came down to King of the Hammers and you're like, holy shit, mind blown. Yes. Exactly, what it, exactly what it was. He went much. with me. We w- he hopped in the TJ and uh-huh. uh, it, I'm very experienced in rock crawling and he immediately was like, this is, why have I not been doing this the whole time? Yeah. And that's what it is every time you show someone like what real rock crawling is like. Like, this is incredible. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think the thing that stood out to me was that his Jeep uh, would just crawl. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like all this pedal and all this response. Because that, to me, like in every other truck I've ever driven, to do rocks, it's just really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But the way it just floated over and just like watching all of the mechanics of it just was like... 
gosh, it was just yeah. Instead of feathering the clutch, so you just don't die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Until, until <laughs> your, <laughs> your clutch when you gives see, out like, real rock crawlers, pieces. and you like, I mean, it's just it was an experience. And so, and I slowly was working on the whole trip. Yeah. <laughs> so who? So who found the Tacoma? Oh, so this is an interesting <laughs> this story. This is a fun actually. story. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> this is pretty funny. So uh, Nate says he'll come help me find like a, a decent Toyota, and I was like, it has to be a Toyota because I've just. I, and I wanted a first gen. My first truck was a first gen Toyota Tacoma. And so I really wanted like something from like the 98s to 2003s. So it kind of limited our options a bit. But if you know, like the Pacific Northwest, like that's kind of like the truck. So there was a, mm-hmm. there was a fair amount. So we went and looked at this one and Nate's words. He was like, this is too much of a shit box. Like it's just <laughs> too bad. Dude, the guy, it was haggard. And oh, he no. made it sound like, oh no, dude, it runs great and all this. There's just no drivetrain. But I sort of look and I'm like, this is not a naturally turboed car. I'm like, so where did you get the tune done? And he's like, what? Like, just, he just had a turbo on it. <laughs> it no tune at all. No, nothing. I'm like, dude, there's, there's a lot more than just bolting the mechanical parts yeah. on this. And bolting a couple Max, tubes and a snail on there. Yeah. <laughs> and we both really wanted it to work because if, if, if the turbo was set up right, it would have been super dope. Yeah, mm. dude. Remember the, uh, like, at the turbo, basically, there was just a license plate that was bent down, and oh, that was yeah. the exhaust. That was the exhaust. <laughs> was the exhaust, he, the exhaust nice. fell off. Straight out so of the he, turbo? Yes, yeah, straight oh out of God. the turbo. <laughs> so the exhaust fell off, which means it clearly wasn't done right, yeah. and then, because it just cracked, like, right at the downpipe, and then he just took, yeah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, is that a license plate? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, just... You know, it's and a down pipe. Buzz. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was so insane. Oh man, yeah, yeah. And so we had to break the wrist, walk away on that one for sure. And then on our way back, he's like finding a bunch more. We get all the way back to his house, and we driven like a couple hours. And then, uh, then we or not to his house, but almost to his house. Yeah. And then he's like, "Dude, I found like the perfect one." And so we call, and it was down in the same area. So a couple hours back now, <laughs> it's like middle of the night. Yeah. But yeah. it ended up being the, the one that he has now. It was it was perfect. It's exactly the price was right, everything. Yeah, and so that was it. Was basically I, I kind of I don't feel like I conned the guy, but I was like, we had just come back from that area, and uh, he had finally responded, and I was like, "We're in your area with a trailer and the cash in hand." Mm-hmm. And that was a total lie because we were two hours away. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then we just went like 90 down the trip. Like, <laughs> like, we're going to get back there. And then like, as oh, Max, we're, we're as Max is vlogging and scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> With that light on the yeah. GoPro. <laughs> uh, oh, but, I was getting sweaty. I was so yeah. worried. And the guy, yeah, the guy was just so stoked that we came all the way out and and uh he gave us a really good deal on it i mean nice. i lowballed him bad and I, I i apologize i was like we we're gonna buy a different truck mm-hmm. this is what i got he was like all right wow so yeah and then if i remember right it was so it was not sasquatch at that point in time you were still independent suspension in the front nope oh no 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 it had already been done no, it had already been sassed? Had been sassed? Yep. yes okay uh-huh. that was all uh solid and yeah i haven't done that much to it myself to be honest we okay we've just worked out the king i mean it's pretty well set up mm. but it's not perfect and mm-hmm. we're just working out the kinks and kind of polishing it so uh it had stock gears in it and the first time we took it out it was either stalling all the time i was burning clutch or i was bouncing yeah so like the only way to get up there's this obstacle it's more boat, throttle boat ramp and that's like my this is my first time <laughs> rock crawling you know we broke them in it's, good okay. boat, boat ramp's not where you would start. i think i saw that video one of you guys did trial I, by fire yes yeah, yeah. 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 Was, that's one of my favorite videos we've ever made yeah. it was just like, such a great group all together having mm-hmm. fun you know it was so awesome seeing like 
me, you know, there's my video. I had like action cameras in his rig and seeing like his genuine <laughs> excitement was just made me feel so excited. And it was just an awesome video. I yeah. loved it. At the end of these events, my face hurts from smiling. Yeah. <laughs> smiling, smiling out the window. I just, I love the rock crawler. It's so much fun. Yeah. Especially now, like what I was saying was it had stock gears and we've put, now we've put five two nines in it and it's like okay. a totally different truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, you can just let off the clutch and let it, crawl. let it crawl. It's already got dual cases. Okay. It did. Uh, I was going to okay. ask about that as well. But dual I, cases with the 410s was not low enough. Mm. Oh, not, not when we put the 39. Were you running the 3.4 or the 2.7 engine? It's got a two seven. Okay. It had a turbo on it at one point and it was pulled. Huh. The exhaust is still the same, so it's like really loud and terrible <laughs> right now. Because uh -huh. they like they went from, you know, regular exhaust headers to and then like worked their way up to three inch. Oh jeez. Really janky. And then at the very <laughs> end there's like a flow master that's literally been like cut in half and then welded into something like the size of a loaf of bread uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it, you need to make an exhaust tip like we said, shit, yeah, totally right? you need to make like an you exhaust tip pack? yeah probably <laughs> go down to o'reilly's yeah, right. yeah you need to make an exhaust tip with a license plate yes so it's just yeah. like can that like, would be just a, continues the story yeah. right nice so you drop nitro gears in Yep. Yeah, it was nitro gear and axle. I went down and that was a really cool learning experience for me because um, the guy uh, basically just taught me how to do it. They didn't go hands on at all, which oh, was cool. really cool because, you know, I, I didn't I have a YouTube channel, but it's about a lot of different topics. It's mm -hmm. really primarily off road because it's what I've enjoyed the most. But um, the basis of the channel is just learning new things that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. And so that was cool because I had no background in like building a diff mm -hmm. and the guys there had tons of patience with me and like walked me through it. And, and they it, talked all about know. backlash. Yes. And how to mm -hmm. and the backlash was off and he's like, He's got take it apart, do it again. I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that? What do you, you have to yeah. do all that over again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the pattern. Yeah, the yeah. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Yep. Like, and, okay, man. And Nate, you just did a video in regards to that as well, just here recently. Yeah. I did. I wanted to make it detailed. There wasn't any clamshell Toyota videos on YouTube. I yeah. scoured it for hours. Uh, so I made a really detailed one. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and it was good. I've dabbled in it, but I've I've never had the confidence myself to want to build my own. You know, I'm always like, I'm just going to leave this up to a professional. It's, yeah. The consequences you know. are dire if you mess it up. Mm -hmm. Right. You can, mm -hmm. you'll end up spending, if you have to do it a couple <laughs> times because you like, you know, tear the ring and pinions up. Then you're going to be the same cost. So, yeah. yeah. Plus, the the cost of the good tools is not cheap. Uh, so, like for your average Joe, I recommend pay a professional. Right. But if you're like me and you like always build stuff, it makes sense to invest. Yeah. yeah. So it just I mean, it's like five hundred dollars for gears, five hundred dollars to pay for someone to do it. Yeah. yeah. So if you screwed up, you paid the price. Yeah, that you would have paid somebody else to and, do it again. Unless to get it's it a third gen Tacoma, because it's like it's way more. It's like sixteen hundred for front and rear gear sets and install kits. What? Yep. Yeah. Out wow. the door. If you're paying a professional, you're, you're like looking at like twenty six hundred bucks. This is the no, eight, no, it was the more, eight point eight. More than that. Eight point eight. So, uh, Look, the cost of installs has gone up a lot too. Yeah, has it yeah, nowadays? Oh, Thirty two, probably. Well, maybe up in Washington. <laughs> yeah, they charge a little more. You know, especially with the newer Tacomas, because the, the clamshell takes a little more time. And yeah, plus, you can front. charge more with the clamshell because very few people know how to do them. Right. That, honestly, so they'll they'll take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the cost is just, the f coming from the Jeep world and like Land Rover and like the different things that I've done before. I was shocked at the cost of Toyota parts when it came to 
gears. It was yeah. nuts. Well, all Toyota parts <laughs> to some extent, right? Yeah. Even bumpers are two grand for a third gen. You know what I mean? Like everything mm-hmm. is a lot more just because it's, I don't know. It's just a smaller pool of people buying it, I guess. I don't know. You know, and also it seems like there's way more mom and pop Toyota manufacturers. Yeah. Like that for the parts. Yeah. Whereas like Jeep, they'll have giant companies like yeah. Genrite and, you know, rock crawler. Full on manufacturing processes. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Cranking stuff out. So they can bring the cost down. Mm-hmm. Um, plus there's more competition for it. Whereas like with Toyota, I mean, it was interesting. Like just looking for gears. I could see that I could get nitro, but I couldn't find gears from anybody else. So I called my, my buddy at Yukon. And the way they had them listed, no one buys them from Yukon. So the way they had them listed was like to like 2017 Tacoma. And I'm like, well, if it's good to like a 20, 2016, 2017, it'll fit the 2021. He's like, are yeah. you sure? I'm like, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so it's like, so it's like there's basically, you know, like two manufacturers for options. Whereas with like with Jeep stuff, it's all Dana, Aventech, mm-hmm. like there's tons of manufacturers for those parts. So yeah. It just brings up the cost up of a lot of these parts, unfortunately, because there's not as much competition. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. At least that's way to, my insight. It it makes sense. I mean, it seems like it's growing more, especially with the yeah. new third gens. You know, this seems like a lot of people are getting into it. Yeah. And you know, like there's more bumper companies coming out. There's more, yeah. you know, skid plates. There's more people trying to just figure everything out for, that works for third gens. But I don't think people are going backwards. You know, yeah. if you have anything, you know, like a first gen Tacoma, it's. it's there's not really a whole lot of options yeah, for that anymore. So, yeah. Land Cruiser. Well, that's the real, that's where Toyota built their name. Land the Land Cruisers. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the next thing. That's the next Toyota I'm going to own for sure. It's going to be a Cruiser. Which, which, which series, which model series? I want an 80 series myself. An 80? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. Lee, Lee's good, just got really yeah. pumped. So I'll drop this. <laughs> so, here's the plan right now. I'll drop this here. But, um, my wife and I want once like Australia like opens back up like we want to do a trip to Australia. I want to buy a cruiser that you can get there that you can't get here, but it's older than twenty five years. Import it and do a build. Nice. So that would be yeah. fantastic to Are figure gonna... out the import process. Yeah, because well, we see... for us, yeah, for us, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that's and this is all part of what my channel is about is sharing uh-huh. that information. Yeah. yeah, I have friends that like they that's what they do is like they do distribution. Yeah. And so they know how to move those kinds of things. Nice. And so then I would, I would go through all that on the channel. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, but I, the Tacoma, I have fallen in love with it a lot more now. Now that it's done and mm-hmm. now that I've been able to bring it to the hammers and enjoy it, do some rock crawling in it. I mean, I love the clearance of that front end. I mean, I love it. But it's not going to be a for, forever rig like yeah. my TJ. So I love it, but not like that. However... A Land Cruiser, I could totally see falling in love with as being a permanent. <laughs> yeah. So I, why? I've always loved cruisers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have bought a cruiser instead of a Tacoma if they were like reasonably priced. Sure, yeah. but you have a Discovery. <laughs> yeah, Disco- the Discovery might not go away either. I don't know yet because Discovery has been I mean, slowly. It, it seems like it would be the same exact yeah, game. I know, right? Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah, except so <laughs> here's another thing I've been toying with. Taking a Land Cruiser drivetrain and putting it in Discovery just to break the internet. Land Cruiser engine trans transfer case. Lee just got pissed now. Lee's on an emotional roller coaster here. There are dedicated people on both sides that would just like self destruct. They wouldn't know how to handle it. I'm scared. This is going downhill really, really quick. No, it would keep Oh my god! It would keep my one tons that I have in Land Cruiser. I would just put the light. Or sorry, my Land Rover. I just put the Land Cruiser engine trans transfer case in it because the Land. That, that like especially the 80 series like are just notorious for being reliable so it'd get rid of the unreliable 
aspects yeah. of the Land Rover, but keep some of the things that no I really power, like. power, though. What's that? They're powerless. They're gutless. They're yeah, like, mm. I know. But yeah. Turbo, I don't know. <laughs> right? Or maybe 2J. Although 2Js, 2Js are like super expensive now. Yeah. But. You guys have fun rules that you're allowed to do up there where we're yeah, not we do. allowed yeah. to it's do great. them down here. <laughs> don't come there, please. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's let's jump over to the Tacoma. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about a year ago, you did have the Tacoma a year ago. I did. Because I gave you a snail armor, and I saw it on your most recent video. Thank you. Yep. Um, but it was fairly bone stock. You were just doing family trips. So you've done a lot to that in, in the, the last, last few weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was stock like three and a half weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, run us through this. Yeah, so we have a lot of follow up questions. I bought so here's how this went down. A lot. lot. I ordered the Bronco because I was I didn't I've never bought a new car before. I pre ordered the Bronco. And then once I like got word that it was gonna be like twenty twenty three before I was gonna get it, I was like, Well, I've always wanted to build a Tacoma. A lot of people have asked me about building a Tacoma. Um, and so, and I've always thought the third gen is just look it's in my opinion, one of the best looking trucks that you can buy right now. They just look so good. And so we decided instead of waiting to 2023, I was like, I'll just hold my place in line with the pre-order, but I'll go buy a Tacoma and build it. I thought I was going to be able to build it in a couple months, but turns out I couldn't get parts for almost a year <laughs> just yeah, because yep. of, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so anyway, it basically, I had basically a stock Tacoma for like the last year. And uh, when everything showed up, like in October, august that kind of time period and then uh i since i blew up the motor in my jeep i wanted to come to king the hammers and i was like you know what i'm just gonna try to throw this whole thing together in like a month and so that's what i did and so i worked like 14 hour days and then like edit every night all the way until we got here that's nuts. <laughs> that's crazy yeah and so i turned it from a stock <laughs> truck into what it is now and on 38s with the rclt and i did custom three link in the rear like mm-hmm. i really went balls to the wall I want to show Tacoma people. I've been very critical of this truck. Yeah. I want to show them that I'm very serious about building it into a real, I want to give it every chance to wow me. I don't want it to be like people think, oh, he's just biased because he's a Jeep guy. Dude, I have, I've thrown so much money at this thing to make it dope. I want to love it. So, and now I I do, I do like it a lot more. So once I can get like all the flashing angry lights on the dash to go away, (laughs) I'll probably start to really enjoy it even more, but it never go um, away. Yeah, should have got the manual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I, yeah, I definitely should have. So, uh, how is the RCLT? Amazing. Yeah. Yes, it's exactly what you think. You know, you measure that ground clearance. You measure, it's on paper, it's great. In reality, it's great. Nice. It's comfortable. It's soft. It's definitely the softest. And I haven't even done any tuning yet. And it's the softest driving vehicle I've ever built. What all comes with the RCLT? In that package. So it's uh, upper and lower control arms, the, the giant knuckles. Um, yeah. There's like, a, it comes with like a basic bump stop. It comes with like brake line, you know, longer brake lines, like mm-hmm. everything you need to put it in except for the steering rack, but it comes with everything to do the steering rack to like convert a Land Cruiser rack over because the factory steering racks are not going to handle 38s. No, yeah, they, yeah. And, but the cruiser racks are way beefier. When you yeah. when you see them side by side, I mean it's just night and day. Yeah. So it comes with all that stuff. Uh, they didn't want to do their own like Mar rack because of like you can get your own steering rack, Land Cruiser steering rack for relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. And so he, they figured it'd be more practical to have people just convert them themselves. Yeah. And uh, so it pretty much comes with all the 
gussets and, and bracketry for the Land Cruiser 200 series rack. Yeah, you just have to go do it down to a dealer or a parts yard or something it's and a pull it. Cruiser rack. It's a it's a cruiser. Yeah. Rack. I thought it was a Tundra rack. Nope. No. Oh, that's even cooler. An 80 yeah. series. There's actually a <laughs> bunch of no. It's it's like a brand series. new brand new 200 series. Yeah, yep. rack. And it's um. Man, I just can't believe how easy. It, that's another thing that I love about it, which we'll get to in a minute. But oh. the steering itself <laughs> is really good, like yeah. the best out of any four by four I've wheeled. Dude. Really? Yes. I okay. Because that. yeah, to drive <laughs> to drive good rack and pinion steering with a nice tight scrub radius like I have, mm -hmm. it, it is the best input. And it's not when you have a bunch of when you have a steering box and you have a bunch of links and stuff like at, you will get input from the suspension mm -hmm. as well as input from the road whereas yep. with rack and pinion you will only get input from the road yeah that you makes won't sense get any input from the suspension yeah so you, your ackerman is is how your front wheels move cuz they don't move at the same rate right yeah. your left if you're turning left your left moves more than your right but that's also dependent on right. how yeah, yeah, it'll Rotates it'll more. rotate more if you're turning left. Your your left wheel rotate more than your right wheel, based on the radius you're turning and how far your front wheels are from your rear wheel. Yeah. So, if that all works with the geometry of the 200 series rack with the steering knuckles and and everything that's built in the into this kit, it's amazing. So. And that's, that's a nice piece of engineering. It is. Well, so I, I have a lot of respect for, now that I've really gotten to know Mike from Arnold Crawler a lot, Yeah, big I have Mike. a lot of respect mm -hmm. for the amount of time that he has put into this to make sure it's perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a very, very smart guy. The biggest problem Arnold Crawler has is that him as the president, he does all the engineering. He does all, like, he does too much. He well, that's, to, that's he, always been Marlin, though. I mean, that's the Marlin, that's the Chikowski family. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a mom and pop shop. Yeah. yeah. You know? Absolutely brilliant family. Yes. But they do it all themselves. Yes. So, yeah. But it's a, so that's a great question for Mike. But I know that for sure, like, the a lot of things change with the RCLT. Like, you can't run it with a normal steering rack. Like, you have to have a Land Cruiser steering rack because he engineered it all around that rack. Yeah. As long as it works well. Yeah. Then doesn't matter. That's a great mm -hmm. question, though. I'll have to ask him. He's going to be coming into Hammertown tomorrow. Um, so was I he? I saw him out there today, right? No, nope. I saw Marlin out there today. I saw Marlin. Yeah. Okay. Yep, his parents are there. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yep. But he, Mike's come, Mike comes in tomorrow. Gotcha. Marlin's on our podcast bucket list. Yeah. 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 Like Keep we even have insider like communication like connections, and it he, it's still like an impossible thing yeah. for us to get. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, he's man, he's so he, what a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's an amazing, he's the yeah. best man, and he has the greatest stories. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it's <laughs> like, come on, you're perfect for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, I kind of forgot how we got to this part of the conversation. Well, we were talking about the, we were talking just about what was involved in the kit. So. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, and so so then, it all comes in. How how is it to put it all together? It, for me, it was easy. But I, 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 that's the. I, <laughs> well, I every, if you, get, you guys I mean, can't see this, but no, everybody no, on the I, circle just kind of went, well, yeah, I rolled their eyes. Rolled yeah, <laughs> it, for me, it was easy. You also that's built your own saying. rear axle. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I will also, I, I do a lot of fabrication. I have a shop full of tools. I have, I've built, built many 4 by 4s Like, so mm -hmm. it's. You have a great shop. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate, it's for like sure. Shop. It's your head, though. Thanks, mm -hmm. so. Jesus it's Christ, huge. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> well, it's gonna be bigger after all these compliments. <laughs> yeah, <'cause, laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're worthless, <Yeah>. Nate. <laughs> no, but is there very much fabrication involved with it, or is it all pretty? No. You got there's a little bit of welding, but there's no okay. fab. In my so 
I fabrication is something that like I know very well. And fabrication to me means building from scratch. Yeah, you're taking you're taking this a is, sheet of steel and making yes. something out of it. Yeah, Correct. I know. I, I can look at my parts rack, like all I call it a parts, but all, where all my steel is in the back of the shop, mm-hmm. and like, well, there's some bumpers, there's some like that. It's uh-huh. raw materials. Gotcha. But that is not what this kit is. This is okay. modification, not fabrication. Nice. So there is, you know, you're gonna have to do some drilling. You're gonna have to do a little bit of welding, things like that. But mm-hmm. it's very minimal there's no fabrication at all in my opinion you're not having to manifest anything from raw materials nice okay yeah to me it was was easy i think that if you know what you're doing and uh you read the instructions or if you're watching a video like kind of get the gist Mm -hmm. uh you could definitely do it in a weekend with a buddy wow yeah that's pretty impressive and uh, you know who's gonna be mad at me saying that is all the shops that are five <laughs> right. days to do yeah five days yeah. later yeah <laughs> they sit around for three but yeah, Nate said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mike and i slammed it out and that's with me filming on top of all of it it, it was really yeah if it's you have everything ready and you're prepared yeah. it's not bad yeah. anytime you're trying to film what you're doing it it it's, makes it makes it so oh, yeah. much longer nobody realizes three, four it. times mm-hmm. e- yeah. easy i would say yeah. we always plan on Four times, I think, is yeah. what we plan on whenever we're filming something. So, yeah, yeah it's definitely aggravating for a lot of people. Yeah. Mike, so, Mike had a lot of your strength because he hadn't been a part of that before. Uh, <laughs> he yeah. helped me install it, and it's like he's like ready to go, and I'm like, nope, yeah, gotta stop, on, gotta stop. gotta move. I, I, let me focus, let me focus. Yeah. You know, yeah, nope, that angle's not right. Yeah, exactly. I got to do it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> take, take it all apart. We got to redo yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, how do you know how much ground clearance you gained? I don't know how much I gained. Um, we did. We haven't measured it now that it's on its own um, suspension and it's actually starting to break in. I need to finish tuning the suspension before I list final numbers. Yeah. Okay. Because I think I'm going to lift the front just a touch to match the rear because I like the height of the rear a lot. It helped the departure angle a lot to have the rear kind of tall. So. Well, then, you, I mean, you did the the high clearance cut too, yeah. which gives you a lot. I cut of, a lot of bed out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lot tires. of bed out of there. Yeah. 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 So how are you going to lift it? The front. Shim? No, it's uh, so it's the front's adjustable, the front coilovers, oh, and there's the the what I read in the instructions is that for my truck, it's lifted 1.5 inches, but I can go all the way up to like two and a half. So I'm just gonna basically tighten some things down, um, and then see how it rides. But yeah, did it move the the wheels and the the knuckles and everything forwards at all yeah. to get better approach angles? Yes. Nice. And so, uh, Mike, this is one of the things that makes made it take a long time for this to be developed is you've got to deal with patent lawyers, things like that, mm-hmm. because people, especially companies like Marlin will get targeted from bigger companies and they will try to take their ideas. It's happened before. Yes. <laughs> so. It has happened before to Marlin. It's happened <laughs> yep. before to a lot of the companies uh-huh. that I work with personally, yep. the mom and pop shops. And so um, one of the things that they patented was moving that suspension forward. Oh, so wow. they have nice. a patent on moving to uh, – suspension more than three quarters of an inch so if there's another company that tries to replicate this they're going to have to deal with them in court wow yeah and there is a company out there with what looks like a very close replica i saw it on the trail just a little bit ago uh in a sec i'll take my phone out and try to figure out what the brand name is because i'm curious it looked just like it and the guy literally said it's an rcl key rclt knockoff essentially well Uh so here's here's the deal with Uh with patents though you can build it yourself as long as you're not selling it yeah, yeah. You just so can't like, be making I, money on it. Yeah, I yeah. could replicate all the ideas in the world I yep. want as long as I'm not making money on it. Yeah, not making money on it by selling it. I can you, make money on it by making videos about it. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but so yeah. you can copy everybody's ideas you want as long as you're not selling it. So it, it, what'll be interesting is to see 
here's the reality a patent's only as good as your ability to sue mm-hmm. so you still have to go after the people it's not yeah, yeah i'd yeah. be curious to see how mike and them would handle it because they're great people i just don't see mike suing people but at the yeah, same time it's nice. his livelihood mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens yeah hopefully hopefully you're just mistaken that's very likely (laughs) so do you have to trim any firewall no no they moved it far enough forward so you could fit 38 without having cab mount chop i didn't do a cab mount chop really yeah you can look it's got the factory paint on the cab mount i've been wheeling it this week and the 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 tires do not touch the cab mount wow yeah with 38s i did a video on it can you fit 33s on a stock tacoma and the answer is no because it hits that (laughs) yeah Yeah. so all i did was a all i did was a cut and fold so the like the um the pinch weld yeah, that just, that, just was, that was the only spot the that it was going to hit. Yeah, so I just, I I did old school. I don't know how people do cut and folds now. The problem is like half the stuff Kelly and I know we learned like 15 years ago. But I just 40. did a bunch of small slices, bang it all over, nice yeah. and tight, and then just cover it with seam sealer. That's I don't know if that's yeah. what Tacoma people do, but that's mm-hmm. how I did it. That's what I did. Okay. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. And, I was <laughs> yeah. and so you did that to the inner fender. Yeah. Yep, yep that's the mm-hmm. inner fender. Ton, and and there's no rub marks anywhere. There's no rub marks on the front of it, no rub marks on the back of it. Wow, that's impressive. So I was able to get it all dialed, which I'm really ha- very happy about. Wow. Because sometimes you it all looks mint in the shop, and then you take it out, you realize that everything yeah. binds <laughs> yeah, up. Every, yeah, you're like, you're, what the hell? You're tearing shit off happened? your tire. What happened? I tried to replicate yeah. this with a jack, but for some reason it's different, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, so far everything has been uh, working absolutely perfect. Nice. Yeah. And so let uh, just quickly uh, touch on the rear suspension since we, yeah. we did touch on the front. So what did you do back there? Uh, I just did a three-link. Um, I used a bunch of universal parts from Barnes, four-wheel drive, and uh, men, my basic knowledge of suspension geometry. I've done a bunch of suspension in the past, built from the ground up, and just used that information and, and took advantage of different things that were there to make it fast, like uh, the lower leaf spring mounts. I used those as a mount for the lower control arm. Um, just experimenting. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it's easy for me to whip up longer control arms, you know, but I figured I would try it out. And uh, it works okay. It rides really nice. Mm-hmm. A little bit of flex steer because the arms are a little bit short, but it's still so much better than leaf springs. I mean, it's night and day. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so what have you guys wheeled since you've been out here? I mean, you guys have been out here for a little bit longer, Nate. So what, what have you taken this taco? So on Sunday, we went up... Uh, Boulder Dash, and then uh, we drove around a whole bunch of, like, no-name spots, like, all the way back to, uh, there's, like, a hidden la- uh, lake bed that's over by the military base, um, and so we will, we did a bunch of pretty sweet rock trails on the way to there. I don't, yeah. it, it was just spots that we were just looking at on Onyx, just trying to get to that lake bed, um, and so that was, like, a whole day, and then uh, today... And then yesterday, we were just, like, kind of licking our wounds from the trip, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, like, we went to Hammertown. We slept, like, you know. Yeah. And then today, uh, it was in the Marlin booth, and then I went and grabbed it, and we went and ran Turkey Claw. And then I've just done some, like, bombing in the desert kind of stuff. Okay. And we've been, like, I've just been using it, retorque everything, using it, and, you know, just that kind of thing so far. Nice. So, tomorrow, we're going to be hitting a couple different spots. Hopefully, we'll go to Cougar Flats, uh, do a night run, and... So, so is this kind of the first trip you really have on it then? It's, you're, you're testing it essentially out like, here. Hold on. So how far, yeah. when did you finish the build <laughs> yeah. and put it on the trailer? Yeah. <laughs> I was, Kelly and I were supposed to leave Friday morning of last week. Uh, I was where I was putting the last bolts in. I, Kelly and I were putting the last bolts in Friday night. Uh, and right before we put it on the trailer, it's already dark, you know, 
and we were like, all right, I got to at least drive around the block, Kelly. So we hopped in. We went and drove it like a mile, maybe. Maybe. Didn't even hit freeway speeds or nothing. Just drove it around my neighborhood. We're like, okay, it steers, it stops. Let's put it on the trailer. (laughs) And so then we kind of like finished up some little things like leaky uh, air lockers and stuff like once we got here. Um, and then that's it. Like we, we barely made it. If, if I had, if there was a day in that three and a half week period where I would have done something else other than work on the truck, it, it would have put us back a day. Like, I mean, it you was just, it was die. as tight as it could have possibly been for yeah. us to get it done, but it, it's done and we're here and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. So this is a trial by fire also. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So in as tempting as it, like with my TJ, it's so seasoned. I will do any trail anywhere. And as tempting as it is to go and like take it up some of the hard stuff, I'm really showing as much restraint as I can. I feel like an adult. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, there's no skids on it. I'm like, okay, we'll do things like turkey claw. We'll do, you know, I'm slowly uh. warming the truck up, making sure that everything's good, like checking everything, make sure there's no cracks in the welds, all that stuff. And so far, it's passing all the tests. Nice. So we're just kind of going in slow. Plastic gas tank skid. That's the biggest. Uh, why? What? Yeah. It's insane. Right. It's right. I know. I know. I've been ripping on that all week. Yeah. <laughs> literally. That's, that's literally, all yeah, stuff that's going to get all stuff that's going to get finished up. If I had another week, this would be a different truck. You know, because yeah. then I could have done all the skids and all that. But it's all good. At least I'm, I'm out here driving it. I know. I remember when I replaced that gas tank skid. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Like at <laughs> least a little sheet metal would have been nice, but a yeah. plastic thing? Yeah. yeah that's unreal. I heard another truck just barely made it out here too. Oh how, man! Was, how did how did that go? It has been a journey as well, to, <laughs> to be honest. Just getting out here uh, because I, well, I had a bit of a nightmare scenario dropping my truck off at um, a fabricator's place to um, put a cage on it in anticipation of coming out here to hammer. So. Um, well, you think you're going to roll the, the truck out here on oh, its first or its first trip out? And I'm sure it's possible. You- <laughs> I've rolled a lot of UTVs, yeah. the habit of rolling. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so, so yeah. Uh, so I was excited to get some the cage work done. It was done mm-hmm. uh, by Walker Fab Lab in um, near Walla Walla in Washington. Okay, and he did a super good job. But um, we took it out to test drive it, and basically within the first 15 minutes, and this is about four days before I'm supposed to leave. So uh, I'm I'm testing the toter home thing and this truck in the same weekend to see if it's even possible to come to Hammers, and I blow the shift fork out in the transmission. I was gonna say I saw a post uh, uh, less than a week ago, yeah. and your transmission was in fifty pieces on a garage <laughs> floor, and I was like, Yeah, oh, is he, I don't think that's coming out here. <laughs> no, it it's seriously uh, like just I I just had a crew of buddies help out, and it that's what made it possible because. So I kind of go into a panic because I'm like, dude, Hammers is like a week away, less than a week away. Mm-hmm. I need a transmission. And so I just, I didn't even think about it. I um, I put out a thing for the wrong transmission because oh, no. I'm looking at what looks like a 2003 Toyota Tacoma, but it has 89 four-runner axles under it and, or, and you know, transfer case and transmission, all that stuff. Okay. So, so the gear drive, the yeah, gear case and everything? Yeah. yeah. So on the way home, it's dark outside and I, I meet this guy on the way home because I'm like, the only way this is possible is if I get it while I'm traveling from Walla Walla to where I live, come across one on the way and I buy the like absolute wrong transmission. And we get the transmission out of this truck, and I look at him. I'm like, "That's not it, dude. That's not it." <laughs> oh, now we have three days uh-huh. to find a transmission. And so I left right then and there, and drove to um, two hours to Longview, and I buy a transmission. And while I'm buying it, I'm like, "I'm like, dude, 
dude, this thing's pretty junky as I'm like twisting and turning the, the shaft and it, it's like, it's like grinding, grinding as you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's grinding. And the dude, he's like, hang on, are you Max? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, oh my God, I watch your YouTube channel. And I was like, wow, sweet. And I was like, is this transmission you're selling me? Is this junk? And he's like, you know, and he seems kind of, I don't know. It's kind of awkward, you know, and I had already paid him. It was yeah. 200 bucks. So not a big deal. Right. Mm -hmm. But like I paid him and I'm like, this is not going to work. I know it's not going to work. So I get back in my truck and I leave and I'm at a red light and the dude literally runs up to the window He's like, hey, man, I just don't feel right. Follow me to my house. I think I got some parts you might need. And what? I go to his house. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. I, so oh I go to God. his house. And, yeah, so I think he, I mean, I feel bad even telling. I feel bad even telling the story, but he probably knew, you know, yeah. and was like, oh, my gosh, man. If it's, you know, so he just felt bad. So, anyways, he finds, like, the innards of, like, two other transmissions and gives me those. And he's like, extra and he, parts yeah, for that transmission. Parts, yeah. Okay. And um, he's just like, he's like, maybe with all three of these transmissions, <laughs> <laughs> we can solve this. Oh you God. may have one transmission. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like we said, shitbox. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the story continues. So yeah. I come back and I don't know anything about transmissions, to be honest, you know. And my buddy Mike um, is just like, he's like, maybe you should, you just should cancel the trip. Yeah, you because know, I'm showing him the parts. He's like, "Yeah, you should probably just cancel." <laughs> <laughs> but we pull it apart, and um, it was it was just the shift fork, which was actually a huge relief. It was just the shift fork, and so shift we changed out a lot of that stuff and changed the um, the bearings out and put it back together. And um, but then there's more. I uh, <laughs> so, but wait, but there's, wait more. there's more. So so I. I came back out the next day and wrapped up the truck and I'm already like multiple days behind and I'm trying to get this toter thing ready to go, this box truck that we bought. And cause the interior is just totally a construction site. So I really want it to be comfortable for the drive. And so I'm more focused on that. And I pull the, um, I pull the transfer case shifter out cause it's really easy to take out. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just a, um, mm -hmm. Like a C, what do they call it? The rings. Yeah, a little, little C clip a in snap. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, I just popped that out and I just poured all my gear oil just right down that. Yeah. And uh -huh. in my brain, I thought it was going into the transmission, into the transfer case, and into the crawl uh -huh. box. You know, in my uh -huh. brain. Yeah, I'm thinking one stop shop. Just fill just it. Just fill up. it all. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Get it all in there. It's all good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just plop the thing back up, seal it up, and I'm like, good. And I jump on the highway and I throw it through all the gears and I'm like, it's working. Everything's good. You know, we're, we got gears, but I, the transmission is completely bone dry. <laughs> and I come back around and I come back and we see that the transfer case is just spitting out um, oil because there's like seven or eight quarts in it. And your transfer, transfer case? case. <laughs> Jeez. So it's just dumping out the breather <laughs> tube. Uh. And... Uh, and I'm like, no, the trip's done. You know, this is yeah. like the fifth time this week. I'm like, the trip's done. <laughs> Back and forth. It. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and um, anyways, we end up pulling a bunch of fluid out of that transmission or transfer case and, and buying new fluid. And I got the fluid in it this morning, finally. Actually, this morning. This we morning got here on the lake bed? Mm -hmm. You nice. drove it up onto the trailer without fluid on it? No, we discovered that it didn't have fluid 
in the transmission after it was on the trailer because the, because the transfer case was dumping onto my yeah. trailer. Yeah. So, wow. So yeah. And there was, I, I figured I was like, I can't, I can't build this RV thing at hammers, but I could add the fluid there. You can always work on rigs down the lake bed. Everybody yeah. does it. So it's the same thing. I, never, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I brought my dirt bike out and mm-hmm. it needs a bunch of work before I can ride it. But mm-hmm. I just was like, let's just throw it in there. And that's what Samurai we'll James does. So right. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Actually. Yeah. Like, right. Downtime. Just uh-huh. work on stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It happens all the time out at this camp for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, who needs help? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's fix the rag joint on mm-hmm. the steering. Yeah. Yeah. Who needs some, some nuts retapped? Um, nice. So you got the, the rig down here, got some oil in the transmission. Finally, mm-hmm. um, we took it out on some trails today. Yeah. So I okay. think, you know, I don't have, like I said, I don't have a whole ton of experience rock crawling. So this was, you know, I think we did Turkey claw as like a mm-hmm. good warm up. you know, going through it and it's, it's exhilarating for me. I thought it was yeah. awesome. Especially yeah. like, that's a, that's a fun little warm up. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great way to get used to the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's entirely different than when I bought it, you know, like the truck, we haven't done that much to it, but just the gears and, um, even the exo cage like stiffened everything up and it's just, feels uh, different, that makes sense. you know, but it drives a lot better. Mm-hmm. So the warm up lap was cool. And then we did another lap again and I, I took some harder lines and that was really fun. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with it. And is it, it, is it linked to leaf sprung? It's what? all leaf sprung. All leaf sprung all around. Sprung. Yeah. And on a uh, solid axle. So you're on 85, 84 Toyota axle in the front or. Uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's that. I think that's Toyota that. axles. It's Toyota axles. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Nice. Dual cased mm-hmm. with the 2.7 liter engine, mm-hmm. which is a great little engine. So it used to yeah. be turboed. I, w- I want to, yeah. I want to put it back cause it's, it needs a turbo. I think they just pulled it out for another, another project. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the so. spare one here. <laughs> nice. So what are your thoughts on, uh, getting in your own rig doing rock crawling now? Oh, well, I enjoy it. I mean, it's a lot more fun. I mean, last year I had fun. I was in the passenger seat of Nate's mm-hmm. Jeep the whole time. And, I mean, it's a whole different experience just bringing my own stuff out here. Uh-huh. Taking it rock crawling. Okay. A, a whole nother level of worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just relieved to have gotten it out here and to, you know, to be able to actually have used it. You know, it's a win now. Uh I'm not, I don't want to jinx myself, but if it breaks, you know, at least it came and did what we brought it, what we bought it for actually, you know, what it's for. Yeah. And, uh, I'm super pumped to have seen this whole thing unfold. I'm pumped to be able to take him on his first like real rock crawling trip. I'm pumped to help him buy it. I'm pumped, pumped to yeah. see him here. How many, how many late night texts did you get from him asking about, <laughs> about a random trucks? product truck oh, thing? Oh, dude. Tons. Like when, we, like when we were shopping for him, I mean, he'd just be like, dude, how about this one? And you were like, I know. Okay, first off, it's it. in Idaho. Okay. And then it's, <laughs> you're like, that's a mud truck, Max. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember that yeah, one. Oh, yeah. There was one that was just a straight mud truck. Like, that is not going to work for rock crawling. That has a subframe and tractor tires on it. That's yeah. not what you're looking for. Does this crawl rocks? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it was, it was fun to be a part of it. And uh, yeah, it's super cool to see just like here we are a year later. From basically from when we met, yeah, and now we're like here together with our own rigs, and it's just mm-hmm. it's badass, man. It's so fun and completely different rigs than you brought a year ago. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. yeah, which is us too because I didn't even bring my rig down this year. Yeah. <laughs> we brought his. So. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Let's get into Kelly here. So yeah, let's do it. 
So yeah, you're you have have you gotten to be on a podcast before? Never, first never. Time. First oh, time. this is great. This will be fantastic. Virgin, Virgin. Virgin. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you do a mud and beers. No mud and beers. Yeah. That that sounds pretty good too, though. Yeah, that's a better name. Should, that's, that's what I heard. Oh, man. <laughs> mud I need to I'll, t- I'll take now. some royalties on that. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm not going to change it. So, oh, uh, it. I don't. I can't pay anybody. Yeah, Muddy Beards 4x4. It's gotcha. just a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's just like, uh, it's Jeep stuff pretty much exclusively because that's all I have. Thank uh, Yeah. Well, and a Mazark stuff. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll it's get one there. Every Maybe okay. I'll get there. We'll see. we'll see where it takes us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do, I mean, I like Toyotas. I had a 86 Toyota Corolla FX16 GTS when I was like, nice. I don't know, 20. That thing is pretty cool, a little hatchback. So that was fun. 20R. Um, to be honest, that was before I even knew anything about yeah. cars. I was like, that thing looks cool. I want it. And I was like 18. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like two grand or something. And I drove it until it had automatic with like a button. It was like a boost button. Yeah. That just made the transmission shift a little bit the later. E- EC- ECT yeah. button. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 It's not extra power. Extra In power. My, higher rev limit. Yeah. Yes. In my mind, because I didn't know anything uh, about cars, it was like, it makes more power. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, my experience just like in the last couple of days, because I went over to Nate's house to uh, help him wrap up the Tacoma. And I learned a lot um, about Toyota rear ends in like one, in oh, yeah, one we, night. We didn't even get to the rear end. I'm not going to talk about that. It's fine. Okay. Oh, is there that? That no, sounds like a great. A there was a there. last minute fiasco. A la- <laughs> I came over to like, you know, check bolts and like tighten stuff. Help me button up the small stuff. Help me button up the small stuff. Yeah. He had the whiteboard and I was like, cool. I'll start knocking off all this yeah, stuff. Change the oil. And then, yeah. Check uh, the torque for the. Check torque. You know, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's, you know, easy stuff. And I ended up tearing the whole rear end down to the carriers out. Everything's out. Nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Bare third. So, yeah. Bare third. So that was fun. So what happened? What was forgot to torque the carrier bolts? No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an honest mistake. Yeah, uh, that it literally I would have done the same thing. It's just like you. I mean, you don't know my background, but like I'm not. Um, I'm a mechanic. Like I worked for GM for eight years. Like I built. He's AC certified. Until, up until mm-hmm. he's a like real 2019. He's not like us. Yeah, until he doesn't play one on the internet. <laughs> yeah, until Nate decided he wanted to like build his own rear ends. Like I built all. All my buddies. Yeah. Rear, I built the he rear used, end he used and to everything. Build my, yeah. yeah, he used to build up the, until, the ring of pins for me for a I long time. I did the time. ring of pinion right before, because you broke your ring gear right before King of the Hammers in 2019 when I came. Yeah, that's you. right. And on I the, rebuilt the nine inch. I, Yeah, I rebuilt your 9-inch like the week before King of the Hammers in 2019. And ever since then, he decided he wanted to buy his own tools and learn how to do it, Yeah, mm-hmm. which is awesome because I don't have the time to do it. You don't have to do it anymore. I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah, so there you go. Thank you for learning. Yeah. So what happened was I... I got the truck together just enough to drive it onto a trailer. Took it to exhaust shop. They did the exhaust. Then I took it to uh, four parts, got the alignment done. But as I'm, like, pulling it into their bay, they're, like, you could hear an audible noise in the rear. Uh-oh. And I'm, like, shit. So um, they pull it on. They do the alignment and everything. And then um, the the mechanic, like, drives it around, and they start, like, looking. They're, like, uh, they realize, like, you could shake the rear pinion. And so they, like, call me let me know. And I'm, like, all right, well, I'm coming with the trailer. So we'll throw it back in the trailer. I'll check it out when I get home. Kelly and I, what was confusing, <laughs> what was confusing is so- I was confused too. So we both were because I set it up 100% right yeah. minus one thing, which we'll get to. <laughs> there's a, so there's a, there's a dust sleeve that's like on the back of the, uh, the 
pinion on the back the of, of, of the, the, of the, the yoke itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had thought that I I was surprised at how little it took to crush the crush sleeve. Mm. But I was getting the right readings, and I was like, it was already starting to rub the. Do- I was like, I have to have crushed this thing, but I did not. Yeah. So that's mm. what happened. Was I was like, because if if you crush it anymore, it wouldn't spin because the dust, the little dust thing that's on the back of the factory yoke would have bat- bottomed bottom yeah, out. It. it was already rubbing, and again, I was getting the right readings, and nothing was shaking or any of that when I assembled it on the table. But after you drive it a little bit, then you re- you know. So there's no in and out yeah. play at all. It was only side to side. Mm-hmm. But we were like, dude, we cannot do this on the lake bed. So we pulled yeah. the entire rear end apart to inspect everything. Everything checks out, and yeah, we're like, it the, great. The only yeah, it looked mint. I was like, the only thing it could be is the crush sleeve. So yeah. we we put it in my press shop press. We pre crushed the sleeve just a touch, and then Kelly's able to. Able, yeah, actually, we we tried it first without. I tried it. Dude, oh, even with like a four foot bar, we couldn't get that thing to crush really? in the housing. That's we impressive. had it in the truck, like it wasn't flopping <laughs> on a table. Wow. No. We could not crush that damn thing. In the wow. truck with like a bolted to it, like a four foot like yeah. piece of metal bolted to it. We drilled holes. Using the floor jack yes. to push it up. <laughs> no, yeah. Just like Dude, it was I, it was I mean, not gonna crush. I built so, I built a ton of rear ends, front end axles. And I've never had great luck with crush leaves, so I always use spacers. Anytime that was going to be my question: is, yeah. Do they not make a spacer for that rear end yet? Or? Dude, well, the, the deal was like the guy that the, so the person that I went through with Yukon is extremely knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and he didn't. And anytime I've built any other rear end, that's they they give me the crush sleeve eliminator, or a lot of times it'll come with the install kits. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't make any mention of it, and I didn't see anything about it online. So mm. I didn't know if they made them, and I just was like, I'll just install it the way it's made to be installed, and so I'll just do the crush sleeve. Gotcha. But, you know, I mean, that, yeah. hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have loved to have done the crush sleeve because that's how all the rest of the Dana axles and Sterlings that I've done have been. Um, but it just is what you it mean, is. I mean, you would have loved to do the the spacer, the solid spacer? The, sorry, that's yeah, okay. yeah, instead yeah. of the crush sleeve. Okay. So um, yeah. we, we, pre, we pre-crush it on the press, put it just in there. Just to get it started, just like yeah. as soon as you yeah. see it start to move. Then you put it back, you reassemble everything, and then, and then you can we were able to in. actually crush it. I could feel it start to go and then get the correct uh, torque reading on it. Yeah. And Kelly, I got to give him tons of credit because he was supposed to come over, help me for a little bit, and then go pick up the two-car trailer, <laughs> yeah. which is like an hour and a half away. Yeah. And he stays in my house until Six like hours 11, later, 11 at night, <laughs> and I'm trying to like, I'm installing air compressors. I'm like trying to get this, turn this truck into a truck. And he's got the whole rear end apart. He's like getting all this stuff done. I'm like, thank God you came, dude, or I wouldn't be there till next week. No, yeah, that would have wow. been. Yeah, if I wasn't able to do that for you, it, yes, it would have taken yeah, way longer. It would have been. A it's like it's all stuff I could have done, but it man to add it on top of the list I already had. Just it would not have worked. That was definitely not on the list on the whiteboard. So it's like last minute, <laughs> last minute. Kelly's under there. Rebuild like, the rear know, end. What? Rebuild the whole rear end. Freaking the, the third back end. And, you know, it's like Kelly's getting it done, dude. I mean, I could not be more thankful for sure. Nice. And then the whole time, I'm like, I really hope that front crush sleeve crushed. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, every time I hear a noise, like, on the lake, I've been, like, pulling him over and, like, shaking the front shaking it, yeah. <laughs> like, to make sure. Shake that a little bit. So far, the, the front's been mint. It's just the rear that I that I messed up on. Mm. So yeah. now I know. And it, so we called, actually, we called my buddy Franz, who's a huge, he's, like, the Toyota guy. Yeah, where builds we Toyota rear ends. And he's, like, he's like, first off, get rid of that stupid dust cover, yeah. because that is going to trip yep. you up. And that's what it was. The, mm-hmm. Honestly, we got rid of the dust cover. We yeah. did the crush sleeve, and... And you always seem to dent it, and then it makes the weirdest noise. Yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was bad. <laughs> just like, yeah, it was just, yep. I was spinning, it was just, yeah, yeah. Yep. Without I was the, like, what is, I was like, 
that's that dust shield. Yep. Also, even in Dana axles or whatever, they still have those dust shields mm-hmm. that if they get bent, yep. just mm-hmm. like what you're saying, like they'll rub on the housing mm-hmm. and they make that yeah. terrible, a grinding, terrible yeah. grinding noise yeah. where you think stuff's about to explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for everybody listening. This is a little inside baseball if you don't know yeah, how to set sorry. up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we, I get, was, we get into the weeds about Axel Talk. Uh, yeah. well, I, mean, so I think I was uh, saying that, like, um, on my YouTube channel, like, I'm I'm fairly new to fabrication. So, um, not like Nate, he's doing, like, fabrication. I'm, like, I don't have the mind for that. I'm, I'm learning and, uh, like, welding, plasma cutting, just building. Like, I build all my own stuff, bumpers mm-hmm. and same kind of stuff, but not to the same level, but I came from like the background of a mechanic. So at least I have that going for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And so what do you have? What do you drive? Oh, so, what? uh, so I have a, a 97 Jeep Wrangler. It's, it's the reliable one of the group right now. Uh, I've had it for about 13 years. Whoa. It's not the Jeep. No, no, no. It's not the, sorry. That came out wrong. Like, no, no, he's not. That's he's not what I'm saying. Right. It came out totally wrong. Right. It did. His, he has like one mile on his yeah. on his truck. It's and we have so two, untested. Like, and his is very seasoned. Very seasoned. Gotcha. It's very, if you see it, it's very seasoned. Yes. Salty and seasoned. Very salty. It's very, yes. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I... Like I built a transmission and it. it's got an automatic in now, so um, the rock crawling is very silky smooth. Mm. It's pretty sweet. Because um, when I came here in 2019, the first time I had a five-speed manual, I didn't have low enough gears. Didn't have hydro assist. I didn't yet. have hydro assist. Oh, that's and brutal! I, out I was here. on I was that's on struggle bus the whole time. Yeah. And since then, I've done. You got this workout though. Oh, yeah. a little buffer. So it's so it's a. Uh, uh, 40 inch tires. Okay. Hydro yeah. assist. I got a now high opinion. Is. What did you have before or without hydro? When you I came in 19? I had 40s because. You still had 40s. Like right before oh. uh, the trip in 2019, uh, Nate got some new tires and he was like, hey, do you want to buy these 40s from me? And I had 36s. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, my my Jeep's not yeah. set up for 40s. With my DIY bead locks and everything. The, yeah. The whole package. The whole thing. Yeah. It was, it was a good deal I couldn't pass up. Even though I couldn't fit them on my Jeep, <laughs> so yeah. my I, I knew he was gonna have a way better time here on 40s than 36s. Yeah. So, I, so I pulled the trigger. Rocks are unforgiving, man. Yeah, <laughs> and it, I still I was still riding the struggle bus the whole time, just because it's just not set up for that. But now I got coilovers in the rear, four link. It's hydro assist, 40s. I got a nine inch in the rear, a built nine inch, a built high pinion 44, and it just it just does everything I want it to do. So yeah, nice little so. uh, transition there in the last two years. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what you got addicted to rocks after that. I came here and then ever since then I've been going, uh, locally in our area in Washington, it's called reader, uh, foothills or V park. It's just rocks. That's where they do like mm-hmm. the, uh, the actual rock crawls. What's the, do you know what it's called? Well, they do so like they laser do like the laser competitions. The competitions. Okay. Yeah. We rock. We, we rock. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We the rock. level they actually do rock. it. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. The we rock. They actually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they travel there and they do yeah. a competition at Reader. At Reader. Nice. So it's all legit. It's okay. really legit. It's legit. The, so the quality of the trails rivals Johnson in, Valley yeah. in every way. It's amazing. You, you oh, can. Sure. There are. It's you're surrounded by trees instead of desert. What kind of so granite or what kind of rock yeah. are you looking at? Yep. Okay. There, dude, it is next level. Like really, really good rock crawling. It's just on a much smaller package. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really <laughs> this nice. Place is very expansive. This is, this is yeah. a big place out yeah, here. You can, <laughs> you can see you'd be on the trail and be like, oh, there's my truck and my trailer right there. So yeah, uh-huh. yeah. the trails are very well 
thought out and anything. But you could you could see the end of the trail from the beginning. And you'll still spend half a day there. Yeah, it's next wow. level. Really, difficult. really difficult. It would, yeah. It's exactly what we love. We love really challenging, like really testing your skill set. Have you guys come down and done four dice yet? No, we haven't no, done in four dice. Haven't done it. No. Nope. Oh. I was supposed to do four dice after the Rubicon uh, when I went and did the Rubicon a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. one of the one of the guys with our group like just destroyed his Cherokee. So. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it cost us too much time. We couldn't do four dice. Yeah, gotcha. and you two were supposed to come down and do the Rubicon, but uh, last year, but you guys never made. You yeah, each we have didn't. done the Rubicon. You've been on the we Rubicon. Were, we were. I have not been on the Rubicon. I thought you went to the BFG thing. No, I was supposed oh. to go, but it was the week my boy was born. Oh, yeah. Okay, and, and it was it was weird because. Uh, like I was what one of the things that like really roped me into the off-road community was that I got involved with BF Goodrich and I somehow, I don't know how became like the poster boy of the KM3 tire. And so they did this Rubicon KM3 launch and they had these like 10 foot posters of me oh, and I wasn't of there. You? And I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And awesome. so everyone's like, who's your poster, man? Where are you? And this is like early on. So it was like a big, I mean, now, now I think it'd be weird. Now I, I think I don't think I'd think the same way about that. But at the time it was like killing me. I was like, Oh man, yeah. like I want to be there so bad. But yeah, no, I've, I have never been. And Nate and I are talking about okay. going this summer. For sure. Um, we'll make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Land Cruiser. <laughs> I'll definitely bring the Tacoma. I, I, yeah. I've already promised the Land Rover community I would bring my Disco down there, but um, I'll just I might just have to go multiple times because I definitely want to bring the Tacoma. Would be perfect for it now. We've we've had the guys that run the Rovicon. Yeah, on our podcast. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was. I gotta. I've been. I've been invited. I need yeah. to go down and do that. It's just scheduling is difficult for me. Oh yeah. You know, the busier <laughs> I get and the bigger the channel gets, it just gets really difficult. Absolutely mm-hmm. understood. But yeah, yeah, well, keep us informed. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, Kelly, how did you two yeah. meet each other? Because I know that that's kind of how you got your YouTube channel up and running, and and yeah. well, Nate kind of got well, up what, and running. Was that times. true, or did you start your? Was it because of you guys you started your own, or wh- what's the story there? No, yeah. I mean, so which one do you want us to start with? How we met each other, or because those are uh, two we're talking about like a decade I, and a half yeah, different time. Like, <laughs> let's start. What? Let's start at that. Whatever one happened first? Okay, um, yeah. we met each other when I was like nineteen. I, I just graduated high school. I was hanging out with my friend Taylor. I went over to his apartment, and Ke- Kelly was his roommate. I was living with his friend. Yep, with yeah. my buddy, with my buddy uh, Taylor. Some random dude showed up to my house. Me. Him <laughs> and like hung out for like twenty minutes and then he left. Yeah, so you still friends with Taylor? Drink some booze. Yeah. Are you guys still friends with Taylor? I haven't no. seen him basically. No. Well, I mean, weird tangent. Like I was in a band with Taylor. Yeah. Like, forever. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you play? Uh, guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's air band. Yeah. It's so, uh, but yeah, anyway, so we, I don't remember how it all happened, but shortly thereafter when their lease was up, I was moving out of my dad's place and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was still, I, I was, yeah, I was 19. Yeah. And, and then, like uh, 20. and we went, we got an apartment and, uh, lived the apartment and yeah. So we actually lived friends. together for yeah. a year, at least a year. I think it was, I think it was six months. I have no idea. Dude, it was so long ago. We're talking like, it's like 2004, <laughs> you know, or 2005 yeah, uh-huh. or something like that. It was, it was a long time ago. But we've been friends ever since, and then um, you know I've I've been into the off road thing. He he bought a Jeep, 
So actually, first I bought an S10 Blazer. Oh well, yeah, you're going. I graduated high school. Yeah, so way back. I've always been a workaholic. I had two jobs uh, at the same time in high school. Plus, so I was working 55 hours a week plus full time school. Jeez. And I was saving money the whole way through. And so when I graduated high school, I I was way into camping, backpacking, rock climbing, all that shit. And so I wanted a four by four to do that stuff. And so I bought an S10 Blazer. Got a really good deal on it. And uh, a friend of mine saw me in Hollywood video that tells you how old this story is. <laughs> Hollywood video. Wow. And yeah, and Philip Watts, no way he'll ever hear this, but shout out to Philip Watts. He's like, dude, we're going to Evans Creek this weekend. You got to come camping because he saw that I just got a four by four. And uh, I'm like, I've never heard of Evans Creek, but that sounds dope. So uh, I went up there. It was the first time like putting it in four low and all that shit. And I immediately was like, this is what I'm doing now forever. You're and ruined. I, You're yeah. ruined from and that I, point I really on. wanted a K5 laser because my stepdad had one when I was a kid, and I thought it was the dopest thing ever. So I had a friend who wanted – he traded me straight across the S10 for the K5. And so I rocked the K5 for a minute, um, and then I uh, I bought a Jeep when I was – I bought the Jeep I have now. I bought it when I was 20. It was black, stock. That was the dopest thing ever. And I also – it was like <laughs> – I was way over my head on I mean, it was – it was, a, it was, this was 2006 and it was a 2002. So it's like, to me, it was like a brand new car. You know, I wasn't even old enough to drink and I like got this giant payment. Well, it seemed giant at the time. It was like $300 a month, but it was like. <laughs> and you were on 30s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it was like, as soon as I started wheeling the Jeep, it was like, this is it. And, and it just like every dime I made just was saved so I could like buy more Jeep parts. And Kelly would go us. wheeling with me a bunch. Yep. I went mm-hmm. with him a lot. And I was his co-driver, co, yep. and for, uh, for filmer for a few years. Yeah. And uh, what were you driving at that time, Kelly? Uh, nothing yet. Nothing. No. For the first think, couple of years. No, because I had the uh, the GMC Sierra. Oh yeah, he had a GMC it was Sierra. Like, <laughs> to live with thirty eight. Oh on yeah, it, it was huge. Nice. It's huge. <laughs> Back in the day, everything was tall in those days. It's so funny. Like there was no <laughs> was such ridiculous. thing as a low center of gravity build in no. those right. days. Everything was tall. Get away yeah. from the obstacles. Yep. Six inches lift, six three inches inch tall. body lift, <laughs> yeah, thirty eight swampers. It was so big. It was a da- it was a daily. It was so big. It's funny how thirty eight seemed so big in those days too. Dude, they, they were, were monster truck those tires. Are, yeah, it was that's a, monster a truck yeah. at the time. Yeah. Nobody had thirty eight. No, and now I've got them on my little Tacoma. You yeah, know, that's and that's like everyone's like, oh no, it's a good little tire there. You know, yeah, yeah. Right. Just times have changed, but then sure. shortly thereafter, he got a, a yeah. really good deal on his TJ. Yeah, would you get like five grand? Fifty five hundred. Yeah. So I had I so I had the ninety eight GMC Sierra, and I had a Yamaha Banshee, and I sold both of those, and I paid cash for the Jeep because I got tired of riding with him and I was like, I need my own Jeep. <laughs> is he a so, bad driver? <laughs> is he a bad driver? We were all bad drivers. Back we were then. all young drivers. Yeah, so yeah. young drivers. Same, same. Yeah. Pedal yeah. down. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> yeah. And, um, so I finally bought my own and, uh, it had Dana 35, Dana 30 and ARBs in it. Everything, every wow. bushing on it was like blown out. <laughs> everything everything was blown out on it and so i basically started with that and i mean just slowly built it over just the years progressing just like yeah, anything just, else yeah. just like a you toyota know, or land rover or yeah Nissan, it's the same whatever. deal mm-hmm. any yeah. kind of build is just slow over time unless you got so how long when did you get that it was like 13 years ago i've had 13, mine okay. 13 years yeah so okay it was even longer so i bought, wow. I bought mine in 06 so however yeah. long ago that is okay so how did you get into doing youtube stuff then from all that um like i think the three of us, me and Robbie, he also is all on Muddy Beers 4x4. Four, four he has a, a Cherokee. So right now he's doing a one-ton swap with 40s. 
and coilovers and four link and everything. He's doing that right now <laughs> on the channel. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty it's cool be when it's done. Yeah. It's going to be pretty he's cool. He's doing a good job. It's taking taking a while, but he's going to get it done and it's going to be awesome. Yep. Um so we were like the three of us we had talked about it starting a YouTube channel and yep. then uh we just kind of lollygagged about it and we just didn't really do it. And then Kelly and I had always filmed the stuff we did. Yeah. Not not for anything, just, yeah, for, just for us. Ourselves. Yeah. And and uh <laughs> Yeah, we just we he has a background in video. Yeah, like I did film school in college and yeah. like a mixed audio <laughs> oh, wow. and stuff. So and hold on, hold on, time out. What? You were in a you were in a band. Yes. You're a GM technician for eight <laughs> yeah, years. Correct. You have a, a background in filmography. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we just, both have lived previous like, lives, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like I just on. like to learn different things. Like yeah, I mean, same here. I'm just interested in lots of things. So I mean, I play the drums too. Yeah, just throw that out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to, try to flex on everybody a little bit. I'm really good at yodeling. Yodeling, yeah. oh, dude, that's way harder than any of the other stuff. I'm yeah. talking. I Yodel just lied, hard. by the so way. So yeah, we, so, okay. we were gonna. We I had been told I had been told a bunch of times I should start a YouTube channel, and I didn't even really watch YouTube that much, just because people no. thought the stuff I was building was interesting, and. Um, I would just we I never thought of it seriously at all. But then we all we we three decided like, dude, we should make a channel called Muddy Beards. My buddy Dan came up with the name Muddy Beards because we were gonna do like our own little four by four group called yep. Muddy Beards. It was like a four nice. by four club kind of yeah. thing with all of our and close friends. So we decided <laughs> we were gonna do it, and I decided basically like at Easter Jeep Safari, I was like, dude, I'm gonna take this serious. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna make a bunch of like film a bunch of stuff here and try to do my first edit. And so I met Matt with Bleep and Jeep. And uh, he saw me filming, and I was telling him, like, no, I'm going to start this channel with my buddies, all this stuff. And then he asked me to – he's like – he told me – well, he asked me to be on Bleeping Jeep. He basically – he said, if you send me a video and it's good, like, at all, then I'll pay you for it. Because he's always looking for people to make content. Mm -hmm. And so um, I called Robbie and talked to him about it and was just like – you know, because yeah, we, we don't care. Like we had, we, we hadn't, hadn't started anything. We, had we hadn't started anything talking yet. about. So it wasn't it, like so. I was leaving. Gotcha. Them, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but I was like, this is a sweet opportunity, and like the idea of me making money for like, I mean, it's just it didn't even make sense. Like I yeah. could just film myself doing the same shit that I do and make some money at it, and maybe I could like buy G parts with it. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> right? The whole point. Yeah. 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 So it all started with that, and so they started the, the they started Muddy Beards around the same time that I started doing Bleep and Jeep. Yeah, similar times. Yep, and then. uh a year after Bleeping Jeep, uh, I left. I wanted to do my own thing, so I started Dirt Lifestyle, and they kept doing Muddy Beards, and yeah. it's killer because we're all best friends, and we're all in the same area, and we can hang out and do whatever the hell we want and have yeah. our own, own little channels and stuff going. So it's great. I don't know if I've told you this story uh, about you starting your channel, but I think I started mine a few months before you started yours. Oh, really? Right, and I was... I was, I just was trying to crank and do things and somebody's like, check out this guy. And I looked at your channel and you had like two, two videos. You had like three times the subscribers that I had <laughs> and your videos were like astronomical on views. And I'm like, this asshole, what the <laughs> hell did he do? <laughs> so, I had a, str I had a strategy. You, you had, in had a Jeep. <laughs> wow. That so, could be part of it. I, I, <laughs> then, yeah. The whole time I was on bleeping Jeep, I was fascinated with how YouTube worked. And so I, I spent a lot of time like consuming it. I started mm -hmm. consuming photography and editing and all this stuff. And when I left, I was like, man, I just knew that starting a channel would be super hard. So I, my first videos, I picked a bunch of topics that I knew would be really popular and really searchable that I, I knew how to do really well. Like, yeah. 
the the Harbor Freight tubing bender one. I was like, if you put Harbor Freight in the title, anything, it's probably going to be great. Yeah, and so pretty, like pretty true. Yeah, actually, <laughs> he knows too, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so the whole time I was with Bleeping Jeep, I never had a video that had over a hundred thousand views. And when I started my own channel, and I couldn't tell the people of Bleeping Jeep I was leaving. It's not like Matt was gonna be like, oh yeah, just go like tell my subscriber base to come follow you. Like it wasn't yeah. like that. I literally I started from scratch just like everybody else, but I picked topics that were really good and searchable that initially didn't do anything. But once the algorithm like just kind of like we'll just we'll just throw this and see if anybody will watch it. It'd be they were so clickable that in my first ten videos, seven of them went over a hundred thousand views. And I wow. never the fifty four videos I made for Bleeping Jeep, not one went over a hundred thousand views. So I just I picked I just got very fortunate. I picked really good topics, and my whole theory to start my own channel was like the absolute best quality I can make right now because I want, if someone accidentally stumbles across my channel, I want to make sure that they subscribe. Like, it was really important to me that they, that I stick out in some way. So quality has been so important to me from day mm -hmm. one, and I think that that has a lot to do with my success. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, as a fan of your channel, your channel's a lot different because you actually explain things where a lot of other channels don't you go into a lot more detail than anybody else. And a layman can sit there and watch one of your videos and be confident to copy what you do on that video in their own home garage. Thank you very much. I like the, compliments. I like the, the whiteboard explanations when you get on there. All right, look, you drop like this out. Yeah. I almost didn't start doing those. I was like, is it going to feel cheesy? Like, you know, you always have to guess yourself. Like, there's no book on how to do this. Yeah. But yeah. I have had a really good reaction to the whiteboard stuff. You know what, Nate? I always skip the whiteboard parts. All right. Here we go. <laughs> there videos. you go. I'm just trying to tear them down. Thanks for trying, trying, trying to keep you grounded a little bit. Keep me grounded, Kelly. Well, the thing is, you make a mistake, you show the mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. as you long do as show relevant, it. you do show it. No, and full in full disclosure, I don't show every mistake. I show the mistakes when they're relevant. Sometimes it'll be just like a brain fart. I'll put, I'll bend a sixty five degree instead of a forty five, and I'm like, all right, it's like it's not relevant to the story, right? Yeah. But there's lots of times where mistakes are, and it can actually help someone. And I, I mm -hmm. try to include all those. Do a follow up video. Hey, I made a mistake. Yeah. I made a mistake. I bought a Toyota. You know, like that. Wow, like you're totally kidding. <laughs> well, that's the end of the uh, podcast. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> no, totally kidding. Totally kidding. I, I'm not a brand loyalist in any way. I, I, I really, I just like, I like tools, whether it's a tool that's got four-wheel drive or it's a tool that you use mm -hmm. in the shop. I just mm -hmm. like tools. Definitely. So the Toyota Tacoma is an experiment in this kind of tool. I think Toyotas are great. I'm totally playing. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of backlash from the criticism that I've given that Tacoma, so I want to be clear. I don't hate it. I like Toyota as a brand. I'm just telling you honestly what my experience is. So speaking of backlash, <laughs> you stated on one of your videos when, uh, with the Tacoma that you were going to get a ton of hate on the wrap. Oh, yeah. Did you? No. You I didn't? thought for sure I would. I knew I was taking a gamble because no one else has done a red camo. So what's the point of camo? To blend, to blend in, in. Yeah. red camo is the opposite of that, and I knew it was going to be wild. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought for sure I was going to get tons of hate because I'll get hate over tiny things, much less a bright <laughs> red camo paint job. <laughs> okay, but the overall reaction, everyone is like, "That is super dope." So, nice. I, I, which is good because I love it. So I'm mm -hmm. glad people like it. I saw that for the first time when you pulled it into the. BF Goodrich garage the other day. Oh yeah. And you and N were walking around it. Yeah. And I went, 
what the hell kind of paint job is that? <laughs> and then I walked over and looked at it. That's a wrap. And I was like, that is what, probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Sweet. I'm so glad it's been received so well. Yeah, and I, I, Kelly, please help us out here. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, I really like the touch, the JDM touch of the hood, too. Like, the flag. Yeah, it's freaking, there, yeah, yeah. The, the, the rising it's, sun. The rising sun is dope. I like yeah. it. I'm, I'm a JDM fan. See, me too. Yeah, and that's I what just, it is. I want to throw back to that culture. I think that uh, Japanese culture is beautiful. I, I'm very fascinated by it. And the Japanese car culture specifically, I absolutely love I love it. I love mm -hmm. weird, slammed, just old school Japanese cars, and this like <laughs> this felt like that to me. I didn't want it to. It looks like a new Toyota, right? But I wanted it to feel like a an old school Toyota rock crawler. So I put nothing but tube bumpers on it, tube sliders. I, tube looks like rock crawler to me. Mm -hmm. The hood, same deal. I wanted it to feel JDM. Mm -hmm. So that was the inspiration. I'm so glad you did that too, personally, because I I feel the same way. I don't like these big old boxy bumpers that yeah. are on these ones and. Nobody really makes a good two bumper mm. yeah. for them, that, in my opinion. Uh, there's a few out there that make some good ones, uh, but I don't like the personally the look of them. It's but, because the third gen Tacoma is mostly an overland vehicle, mm -hmm. and I want to change that. I yeah. want to show like if you do A, B, and C, and show them all the mistakes along the way. Like this can be a legit rock crawler. Yeah, and so because that's what speaks to me. The overland thing's fun. But I think there's better tools for that, in all honesty, than a Tacoma. I think a Tacoma is better suited because of the size and packaging for, like, a good little rock crawler, you know? As long as you can get past all the lights and shit. Do you feel it's too long? <laughs> no, I don't feel it's too long. No? But I have a Gladiator, so don't ask me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's one... 137. 137. The Tacoma longer. is 127. 127. Yeah. Plus the two inches for the And crawler, my so truck, my third-gen Toyota pickup, that's extra cab, is 124. Holy yeah. Crap. Right. Well, it's funny. Is back in the day, that was way too long. Uh huh. When I yeah. first started wheeling, 100 inches was the magic number. That's what mm -hmm. everyone used to build buggies to. 100 inches was it. Yeah. And then the JL or sorry, the JKs came out, the which were 117. Yeah. And those started just destroying all the obstacles at Moab. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it changed the whole culture. Yeah. So long wheelbase is now cool. And I purposely think that a little bit longer. You either need to be a little bit longer than a JK or a little bit shorter than a JK. Yeah, you don't want to have a 117-inch wheelbase. You're going to fall into those <laughs> holes that they all fall uh, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. If, you're, if you're different, <laughs> right, that's you're not going to fall into that hole. That's funny. You're going to get your tire over the obstacle yeah. before you drop down in yeah. or you know yeah. whatever it happens well, to be. Yeah, I'm good. I'm 98 inches. Oh, yeah, no, you're a little short, right? That's a stretch. That's a stretch. So it's like 93. My factory. My brother's TJ. Uh, so for for Toyota folks, a TJ is a Jeep <laughs> made between 1997 and 2006. Yep. My brother's TJ has a factory wheelbase, which is 93 inches. My Toyota outside tire to outside tire is now 87 inches. So I'm almost as wide as he is long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's 80, 87. 87 outside to outside. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm going to be 87 and a half right down there. When you get your new axles. Yeah. Okay. He's doing some custom built diamonds. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah Frankenstein axles out of Tundra third members. Sick. Oh, that's so, super cool. It'd be fun. Yeah. That will be cool. <laughs> Just waiting on parts. So yeah, it's nice <clears throat> being wide though. You know, yeah. that's I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Been, it's been fun. It's the widest vehicle I've ever owned for sure. But, Does it uh, change your driving style and uh, choosing obstacle lines? Yeah, but it makes me really confident when I'm side hilling. I'm like, yeah. there's no way this thing's going over. Even with though it's the, tall, it's so wide. Yeah, with a long wheelbase and that wide, I mean, yeah. you have so much stability there. Yeah, so absolutely. you're just like, yeah, go, whatever. Dude, it comes from the <laughs> Jeep. Like, him and I are trying uh -huh. Jeep, so it's like, it feels like I'm playing with the house's money in terms of stability. Uh -huh. <laughs> Front tires never come up. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. That's 
I mean, I, this has been a lot of fun. I don't want to take up any more of your guys' time. I know it's a, a, an eventful uh, time for you guys being out here on the lake bed. And um, are you guys getting out and doing any night runs? or Tomorrow night. We're going to go do night. a night run, I think. Tomorrow. As long as our vehicles last through tomorrow. It's <laughs> hammers. Yeah. Anything can happen. Right. Right. Then tomorrow night, yeah. Probably night run. Where are you guys heading tomorrow night? Uh, probably Cougar Flats. Buttes. Cougar, Cougar Buttes. Buttes, I said. Buttes. Cougar Buttes, I said. Yeah, there you That's go. what I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need to edit that out. Leave, leave the mistakes in. Let it ride. <laughs> I got one question. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sure. I, and that's why you quit your day job. I did, yeah. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It, took, it took a lot to get to that point. What was your deciding factor? How did you do that? Uh, yeah, so my day job uh, was my dream job uh, for since I was a little kid, except for the fact that I love making videos. Like, so it's literally like those two paths. Okay. And uh, do you like so, the the filming and pro- like the filming and production side, or do you like the editing side, or everything? I like all of it. All I, of it. Like, I love getting out there and filming it mm-hmm. and knowing when I get a shot. Like today, I got the sickest shot. It's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to edit it. And okay. then. Yeah, we caught we caught one of the trucks rolling like right in front of us. It's oh, wow. pretty sick. But uh, was it the orange okay. one? Yeah, it was, it was sick because no one was hurt. First to qualify. <laughs> first, yeah. Um, but, was uh, it a, a green Ford Ranger? I don't think so. Okay, because he endowed today uh, again. Lenny, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that yesterday? That was yesterday. Oh, it's okay. It was yesterday. Sorry. No, it was qualifying. Yeah. Oh. It was like the final jump into the finish line. It mm. got all squirrely and tumbled like seven times. Went oh, jeez. nose, tumbled again. Mm. It was gnarly. Yeah, and that was straight on shot. Anyways, nice. all <laughs> that to say, uh-huh. like that is to capture that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we started making videos way back in like late junior high, early high school. And like we would do stunts. And like when you captured the moment and you're like i got it you know that's amazing <laughs> but then it's also just as much fun to go back and make the video and post it so i gotcha. think i've been posting on youtube since like youtube opened like we like we got letters from youtube inviting us to try monetizing for the first time like early oh early, wow when they days. first started doing that yeah, we did it because we love it you know like mm-hmm. And it's just been the same ever since. But I also always wanted to be a firefighter and never thought that I could be a firefighter and worked really, really hard to become a firefighter and really enjoyed it for a long time. But it became, uh, for one, it was these two paths that were eventually going to uh, split away from each other. Like you Mm -hmm. can only get so big online before it starts to become an issue (laughs) in that public service side of things, Yeah, you know? And it was a lot of stress for me, not only because of the job itself and the stuff that you deal with. And unfortunately, I just got hit hard with something that I couldn't deal with for a while. Mm. And it messed me up. But uh, at the same time, I found a lot of comfort, I guess, and enjoyment in doing my YouTube channel. And the the polls just like switched. It was just like, I just enjoy doing this more now. I I I looked around, I, I looked at the people that were retiring from that department and they were all like very unhealthy, both mentally and physically. And mm. firefighting is, it, it's just, it's just a really hard job. Like people mm-hmm. just don't 
seem to appreciate it. You're like, oh, you got all these days off. You're like, because you need it. Yeah, because you, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it fries it's your system. It fries mm-hmm. your system. For me, it was, there was a moment, it was, it was a retirement ceremony and like, he got like a pin and, and a, he got a pin and a golf clap. Yeah. And I was wow. like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, that guy's on his way out and he's sick. He's like three divorces or whatever, you know, like not, not where I want to see myself. Mm-hmm. And when you're a young, ambitious firefighter, you never think it's possible until your Rolodex fills up with images and you have these, you know, you have a lot of wins, but you have these failures and a failure as a firefighter is like somebody died like yeah. in mm-hmm. front of you, you know? And yeah, no, I, I legitimately, and you know, people throw that out there, you know? Yeah. yeah. It so is, Lee, Lee doesn't have a mic. So he just said there's a lot of PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's that's essentially what happened. And with the stress of also trying to manage something that I was so passionate about, and just not wanting to see it die, mm-hmm. and knowing that, like, it's gonna die. My channel will die if I try to continue this like sleeplessness. I, I mean, I had really bad insomnia, and and like if I continue this, but if I drop this, and like it just came to a point where I was like, I just choose freedom and happiness, and yeah. it wasn't to yeah. do YouTube. Like to be honest, it was. It was to just do anything, anything else and just focus on myself because you pour, you pour every bit of your energy into everyone else, like Mm. every person. Like, I mean, your regular work task is somebody's worst day. You know, I don't Mm want to try to just pump myself home. I'm like, I'm saying it's like all this drama. And if you actually care about your job, you go there and you're actively trying to solve this person's problem and, and you take it home with you, you know, Mm -hmm. all of it. And then you have no energy left for anybody else. So I, I started hating people, like couldn't stand being around people. I couldn't stand their problems and I couldn't stand any of it anymore. And I was like, I don't want to be this person anymore because I know that, that I'm a very like passionate and creative, uh, like person that wants to do a lot with my life. And I felt like I had checked the firefighting box. Mm. I had done, I had come and done everything I wanted to do as a firefighter, you know, okay. everything like as a kid, you want to, you want to run lights and sirens. You want to go into oncoming traffic. You want to go up on the curb and like, you know, I did all that and it was amazing, you know, and I fire did, jump? what's that? Fire jump. Yeah, did you fire? No. Uh, you know, but like, just checking off the list. but you know, so, so I, I feel like I checked all those boxes, but, but as like the, the, I hate to say the real dream. You you know, everybody has like this responsible dream job, you know, like, oh, it makes sense. I can, theory, you know, mm-hmm. that's, I would love to do that. But then there's like the actual dream, like the thing that you think like, wow, that would just be, that's not even work, you know? And I realized that I just have to take the leap of faith. And that really started with the trip with Nate um, coming out here. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. gave, I told him everything I'd been going through and he was like, Sounds like you need to quit your job, man. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? What? It you don't quite me. like that, but dude. <laughs> but it he, was we when you're driving that far with somebody. Yeah, the, you're gonna you're gonna get down to the nitty gritty. You're gonna start to talk about things that are real. And yeah. he told me some stories, of stuff that I will never forget. And uh, Max has made a lot of sacrifices for his community. And um, even though he left without retiring, he 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 did his part. Yeah, in a big way, and he's seen some shit. And and (laughs) and the uh, they took him for granted down there, and uh, he has a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. So I thought that it made a lot of sense from where I was sitting. That Max could he he's done his time. Mm -hmm. He he served in the military. He served as a firefighter. 
he needs to do something for Max. Yeah. So yeah. I was very much on the side of endorsing Max, being Max. And, that, and that's what it was, and it felt so selfish to, to leave, and that was, like, my biggest hurdle. And it was like you're being selfish and not yeah. – you're giving up on your like, community or something like that? Yeah, imagine yeah. You, pour your, you pour your life into learning these skills, and mm-hmm. you know exactly what somebody needs. And if you drive past a wreck – you're like, I know exactly what that person needs. Mm-hmm. How selfish of it is to keep, like, to just ignore, yeah. you know? And that's every day I'm not going to work as a firefighter, yeah. in my mind, at least, you know? And and so <laughs> I'm actually waiting, I'm hoping, like, that skills wear off. Like, <laughs> hope, like, my EMT expired, like, last week, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Like, I don't oh, feel geez. obligated anymore yeah. because I put yeah. so much work mm-hmm. into learning all this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I when I had the opportunity to like go back it, it, to slip right back into firefighting, it's tempting. Cause I really <laughs> miss it. I absolutely love firefighting, but what happened you love was helping. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I also love firefighting. I love the action. I like, yeah. I love being okay. in a fire. Like there's nothing <laughs> cooler than watching fire all around you and watching the, the roof burn above you. Like it is just, you know, it'd be like scuba diving. You're in a different world. It's a different True. realm in there mm-hmm. and it's a realm that can kill you. You know, it's amazing. I love it. And, but, but it was like, it's a new soundbite for the board, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But but you're, you're slow, slowly torturing yourself in this job for the chance at getting this little taste of, of, you know, fighting the dragon, which is fighting fire Mm -hmm. or doing CPR, like working somebody or like plugging a gunshot wound. Like that's what I was there for. And the, the tedious stuff really wears you down. And then the way, the way the culture is changing, the way that like it's paperwork on paperwork on paperwork. And then there's state man, mm. like state tests and stuff that you have to, you have to do. And before you know it, you're, you're like either in a call or you're on the computer and there's not even time to sleep anymore, you know? And then that's fine. You know, you can deal with that. That's, that's work. It's a job. It's a good paying job. But when I got the, when the YouTube channel blew up and like cool things were happening. And I was, I was trading shifts to go to like Mexico and, you know, ride in trophy trucks and stuff. I just suddenly was on the outside of this click, this culture. I wasn't, I wasn't part of their group anymore. Mm. And, um, it was, I was very like, I was isolated, you know, it's, Mm. it's rare to find somebody, uh, that's like, Hey man, good for you. That's awesome. In the fire service. There's not a lot of those guys. It's a, it's outside of the fire service too, man. Yeah, it's envy. I'm sure. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you're you're living a dope life. I'm trying. <laughs> you are, and no, you are. And, and so, and, yeah. and I I can relate to the, our, with our conversation on the way down. I can relate in so many levels because I worked so long and hard to get to. Where I was I was a plumber for 15 years. I was a journeyman plumber. I was a foreman, and a great shop in the union, making killer money. I had an amazing job, and then to like walk away from it and stuff like he was about to. I could. It was super hard, right? And that was. A- that you filmed uh, with me walking and quitting my job. <laughs> yes, thank you. Because you threw. I almost a lot, didn't make it. You threw a lot of stuff out there that because you're giving up a lot of security. Yeah. For your family. Yeah. By being a union plumber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the one you? Away. You had your wife on that one. Yeah, I did. And you, yeah, you guys talked. It was, about I almost it. didn't make it. I really didn't. I because it was very personal. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's not about what people are there for. They're there to see the trucks. They're not there to see Nate quit his job. To know? some extent, though, the, I mean, yeah. they're there yeah, to see the, us, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're there. Yeah. They, they, a lot of people watch the video because it's, oh, that's going to be an interesting build. But a lot of people fall, like you 
right? And they follow along with what you're doing because you're a cool person. And they, you know, it's like, yeah, you're building this. Like, I mean, did you see a huge drop of subscribers when you bought a Tacoma? Uh, no, there were some people that said like unsubscribe. I don't know if they actually did. Right. And it's because they weren't there. You know, they're not there to, you know, bash on one to the other. They're, you know, it's like you're doing cool shit and they're like you as a person and they want to continue to follow you as a person. But, but yeah, but I, I could just, I could relate to Max on so many levels when we're having all these conversations and he's talking and, and to throw away what you had, I mean, him and I were both, we were able to find a career path young. Yep, very respectable Become jobs. successful, mm-hmm. young. We both have attractive wives. We both have houses at a shop. Very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what he is saying, where like there's like there's this level of envy from the people mm-hmm. that you work with, like I can relate to in a huge way. Whereas it's like there's, I mean, dude. So, dude is union, right? We all make the same damn wage. Yep. It's right. negotiated for you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's guys that I'm working with that are like poor. That, that are like, they make the same amount of money I do. And they have envy that like, I, I can go and do, like I would take six weeks off a year yep. to go do like wheeling shit and go have fun. And then with the YouTube thing, I mean, it even made it even worse. Yeah. That's- Where it's like, there's people that <laughs> resent you because you're like really pushing yourself to live your best damn life. And you point mm. out, you point out the fact that they're not doing it. And that for me, yeah. my attitude in retrospect, my attitude was, tr- I was trying to encourage people. I was like, you can do it too. Yeah. Me you too. Know? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh-huh. Me but too. that would make them feel like shit because they're not doing it and they're yes. not going to you know yeah. uh like yeah it's getting so, deep dude this is a deep podcast it's getting <laughs> deep, <man. laughs> but yeah it, it was really frustrating uh to go through that and you know there was only a few people in the department that like i, I mean there's a lot of people in the department that reached out afterwards and that since i left since i walked out the culture at that department has gone completely downhill they can't staff they're trying to mandatory every day mandatory over uh over time yeah um that nobody will take trades no one will work there and there's people walking out left and right now so it's not just me it's it's the culture and then it's also specifically that department in the way that it was it was led and and the things that went on there uh but that's that's fine. Yeah. All things that's to not say, Max's problem anymore. No, nope. it's yeah. not my problem. Max anymore. punched out, and now and, he gets to be Max. And Nate, yes. yeah. and Nate was the first person that was like, "You need to quit your job." And everyone else, you know, thinks it's insane. Why would you quit firefighting? You know, like my mom's never been like. Hey, you should try YouTube. You know? <laughs> Dude, I think we could do a whole podcast on how pa- our parents don't understand that this is a job, <laughs> right? Yeah, or how much work and how much passion we put into uh-huh. it. You know? Yeah, and and I think that's just you got to follow the passion, even if the passion changes. You know, like mm-hmm. firefighting was my dream job forever, but then I found a more <clears throat> a dreamier job. You, you got to like, follow the passion as long as you're willing to put in the hours. And yeah. Yeah. you and I know what hard work is, absolutely, and that's yeah. why we're successful. Mm-hmm. because we both know people because we both I'm sure you get it just as much as I do where people will ask you a bunch of questions like hey will you watch my videos or whatever and figure uh-huh. out what I'm doing wrong mm-hmm. and the reality is it's like well do you want a life outside of YouTube <laughs> because if you want to grow it it needs to be just YouTube for all mm-hmm. while yeah. mm-hmm. you need to learn what real hard work is yeah <laughs> it no, is. For real. and he knows it's what true. real hard work is and I do too it's where true. it's like hours and hours and hours of doing uncomfortable shit it's a mm-hmm. and then YouTube feels like nothing <laughs> Yeah, it could be, man. You know, I think no. But I dug like ditches in the rain YouTube. for a lot of years, dude. You have YouTube to develop not discipline. Hard. You you have to have self discipline. Is yes. the biggest thing. Yeah, you can't just yes. be like, oh, I'll dude. just post it. I'll post it 
you know, the next day. Yeah. You know, people like Nate will, we can't go to sleep. You'll, you'll be like, I'm going to go get that edit done and get it out. And oh, yeah. And, you know, diving deep into just how videos reach their, their, our viewers. I mean, Nate's the master at strategy. I've always just been like, I shouldn't have to try so hard. I just want to put stuff out and, and, but since I quit my job, it's a whole different thinking about this a little bit because I really was just making them because I really just love it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's close this down. I do. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, I don't. You know, we don't. I don't know how deep we actually want to go down this rabbit hole. But yeah. Well, aliens. Like, aliens. Inside yeah. <laughs> joke. We said that at the beginning before uh, we started yeah. recording. Yeah. Uh, let's let's circle the room and uh, let's uh, give you guys an opportunity to share your channels. Uh, tell people where they can find you and uh, maybe give a little how to contact you yeah. if you have any questions or reach oh, out about sure. stuff. So. Yeah, no, I think this, uh, my name, Max Powell, if you type it into YouTube, you'll, you'll start finding a, a large assortment of various content. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a little bit all over the place. Who's it? Uh, Carol. Oh, yes. yes. We reintroduced Carol into the wild. Uh, she, uh, she, that could be a different podcast. Yeah. That's yeah. A different we podcast. covered, we covered <laughs> that a little bit last year. She was very fickle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Max has the best stories. Man. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So just Max Powell on, uh, YouTube, uh, Max Powell on Instagram and, uh, yeah. Excellent. Cool. Kelly. Kelly. Kelly? Yeah. You can find me at, uh, muddy beards four by four on YouTube, uh, Instagram, uh, email muddy beards four by four at gmail.com. Yeah. Google is usually the best way to find Star me. Yeah. Steve, no. just Google it. That's my legitimate <laughs> password. You oh, can't sorry. say that. Oh, I just gave your password away. I'm sorry. You better change all your passwords. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can find me, Nate, at uh, just Dirt Lifestyle. You can type in Dirt Lifestyle on Google or any search engine, and I'm, there's not a lot of competition for Dirt Lifestyle, so it comes right to me. Nice. <laughs> so if you're into fabrication stuff or if you're like me and you're not necessarily into like brand-specific content, you just like to see people build weird stuff, that's kind of that's kind of what I do. So I did have a quick question for you. What's your favorite fabrication tool and why? Favorite fabrication tool? Mm-hmm. Oh the man, mind. it changes. <laughs> it uh-huh. does. Right now I'm fascinated with this pipe polisher that I got. A pipe <laughs> polisher? Oh. Whoa. Whoa. That's a different that's Whoa. another podcast here. That's uh everybody made it weird. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like uh after hours. <laughs> so I do a lot of work with tube and uh one of the things <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> we lost yeah, that's a, we did. <laughs> I do uh-huh. a lot of work with tools with tube. And so uh-huh. when you're bending tube a lot and you're welding tube to tube and all that other stuff, um, it becomes tedious to try to, <laughs> I'm not going to answer this. I don't think <laughs> you, lost this, man. you do a lot of just like working with an angle grinder to try to like smooth the joints out and it's annoying. And so I got, I found this, uh, this pipe polisher from, uh, on, uh, Amazon and it's literally like a portable, like a handheld belt grinder. And so it makes it so much easier yeah. to like really clean those edges and stuff up. You can see on my my uh, my like a, belt, out there, a portable like a, a belt sander. It's essentially. a handheld belt sander. Nice. Yeah. It has like a pulley at the top, pulley at the yes. bottom. It spins, but then when you press it against like, the tube, it, it like bends stretches around around it. part of the tube. Yeah. So like yeah. I'm saying, it changes a lot. So there's like every, I know what you're talking about. Every like six <laughs> every six months here. or so, I'll get some new tool and I'll be like, oh my god, this completely solved. X problem, mm-hmm. and right now I'm just been infatuated with this tool. It's so like every time I have to like 
butt weld tube or anything like that. It's just so nice to be able to like get a like mirror finish out of it. Nice. So okay, cool. That's a good question. I, I, I was just curious because you were talking about how much you just love tools earlier, and I meant to ask you then. So, yeah. um, cool. If anybody want to get in contact with me, I'm at uh, uh, I'm not a snail trap four by four. You're watching over that one. I'm four by four Toyota Tyler over on Instagram and Tyler at snail trail four by four dot com is a Gmail and Jimmy can be found where you don't have a. It's not a Gmail. Snail, you're Tyler, Tyler at, at snailtrail4x4.com. What did I say? Yeah. At Gmail. Oh, did I say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Snailtrail4x4, yeah. four four, Jimmy at snailtrail4x4 four four or snail armor. Uh, let's see. So uh, wrap this up, Tyler. I'm ready. You're ready? I am. Final words for everybody. It doesn't have to be, it could be aliens. Like like Max, I heard, is starting an alien blog website. So um, <laughs> final words for everyone. <laughs> that, Jimmy. That, that's just false. What do you got? I'm just happy to, that we could all get together and uh, reminisce on the last year and see what you guys have been up to. It's been pretty fun to follow you guys on YouTube and uh, get you guys back in the studio again to be on the mic. That was rad. Nice. Max, Maybe, final yeah. word? No, thanks so much for having me. This is always a cool experience. Uh, I'd love to do more. And uh, yeah, I'm just glad we made it. The truth comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, I'm just glad to be here. Glad that we made it. And uh, this is really cool. It's fun. Well, Nate, it's cool to know so many cool people. <laughs> you know, they tell you when you're a kid, you are who you hang out with, and I'm honored. So, nice. Thanks, guys. Awesome. And with that, my friends, keep crawling. Desert joke? No, not uh, you're fired then. <laughs> what, what do you got? What do you call a pig that does karate? Uh, something chop. Pork chop. Pork chop. Thank you. <laughs> nice. You're close. Pork chop. Pork chop. <clears throat>